Oh, yeah. Can you read, Bobby? <laughs> we I are... used to say that on stage. I used to say, can you fly, Bobby, um, from RoboCop? Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's there on like a highway chase and the bad guy like he looks at one of his goons and he's like, can you fly, Bobby? And he throws him at Robocop's car. And uh, my guitar player used to really hate when I said that. And he told me not to say it. And I was like, you're an asshole. Coincidentally, that's the same asshole who has been yep. an asshole who I always talk about. But my name is Jesse, a.k.a. Jess for 954. And I'm here with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Junkla Van Damme Miller. Yes, we are here. And this week we have a very, very, very special very. guest. It's your girl lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get your birthday present. <laughs> it's your boy Chatana at the Golden Globes with Tom Hanks, my father from the Wendy Road for the best movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Moonwitch. Greetings, Moonwitch. One of our besties, best friends on the internet. You're the best. You're awesome. It's so surreal to like be speaking to you both live right now. <laughs> we're like very, when we're you very hit, famous. When you hit the drop, I had the biggest grin on my face. I was like, oh my god. This was this it's was the drop. Live. Surprise, motherfucker. And that's what she felt. Some surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I was surprised, but it's just like a surreal celebrity type feeling, you know? Oh gosh, I'm sitting in my bedroom in my underwear, <laughs> looking at like the PlayStation Store. <laughs> I've got. Yeah, well, I mean, like when you, you know, when you start listening to a podcast four years ago, <laughs> and then you start interacting with these podcasters more and more over time. Like it's it's still actually surreal though, <laughs> when you get to like make it make it into a space where you can all have a real time conversation. It's very cool. Yeah, it's very fun. It it's reminds fun me. We do it. It reminds me of that great meme, like the classic, where the guy's like sitting in front of a billboard with like a bunch of people eating ice cream, and he's like laughing yes! like he's with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, what it's like listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. I think it's a McDonald's ad and it's like there's three <laughs> friends at a table laughing and then he's sitting with a bowl of cereal like laughing too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Oh, exactly funny. what it's like. That's funny, dude. Sorry, I'm so, eating yeah, I'm here. fucking eating twin snakes. Um, I can't stop. So <laughs> I'm just trying not to dude, chew I, on the mic. I'm telling you, man, they need to give me these companies. I should I should have been a PR dude. I should have been a PR guy for Sony. I should have been a PR guy for Haribo. When I like a product, I endorse. Well, you don't like those as much as Twin Snakes, right? Aren't you like the freak for Twin Snakes? I, love uh, I mean, Albanese. Sorry, oh. Albanese. I I go for Twin Snakes as number one. Albanese have a more nuanced flavor, but the texture is a little softer. Haribo has the best texture. Has it's the best snap. It doesn't stick to your teeth. Yeah, they're perfect. Mm. And the Twin Snake flavor is mwah. purple and orange is my number one. I love it. I save it for the end. Always. Yeah. Um, actually, I kind of went over it two nights ago, um, going over the Jolly Rancher gummies. Those have wonderful flavor, but the texture is so mushy, it just sticks to your teeth. Yeah, like, they're like now and laters almost. Yeah, it just kind of like, it sticks to your teeth and it tries to find the little grooves and it like just says, I'm just going to hang out in here and make a cavity, you know? So I yeah, like the I'm Haribo. I'm paranoid about stuff like that because I don't want 
my crowns to come off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I um you know what I was thinking about recently? Do you remember Bonkers? They Bonkers. were like the cartoon cat or no. like the no, fake Chuck um... the candy. They were like a square that was one color with the center that was a different color. Almost like a high chew is now. I kind of am remembering when I played t ball and when my sister played baseball and shit, uh, they would always sell them, bruh. Those were the shit. And they brought them back for a bit, but I missed them and they don't make them anymore. Yeah, I, I bought a bag of Gushers the other day, mm, and you grab mm, one, mm, mm. and the whole thing comes out. Yeah. They're so good, though. <laughs> yeah. The big bags you can get at 7-Eleven. Mm. Yeah. That's exactly where I got it. Just and give in me the, the summer, it's, all like, it's like all melted and sticky. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just give me like a little sippy bottle of the goo, and I'll just drink that. I like Ugh. the fruit snack more than the goo, personally. Huh. Well, yeah, it's all homogenous, I guess. Um yeah, and speaking of like summertime, uh, at my job when they pack licorice, like actual licorice, it it's like actual black licorice, like sweats. It's really yeah. weird. It's black gross. licorice is fucking disgusting. It is. <laughs> my dad, my dad in his dying days, like you know, he was when he was like, he had cancer for a very long time. He lived for like six years with active cancer. Like he got treatment and stuff, and it like was in remission for a little bit, but like he was pretty cancerous for the whole time. My dog would just chill and watch Lifetime movies. And one day I came over and he was fucking eating licorice. Like, you know the black, white, and pink ones that they make? They're like a little sandwich. I was like, who raised you and what the fuck happened to you? It's called like, like, I don't know. Grandma mix. But he was like, he was like, (laughs) I'm, he's like, I'm fucking old. Candy from my time (laughs) sucks, but I like it because it gives me good memories. Yeah. He's like, you guys have the good shit, but <laughs> this was candy to me. Like, this was exciting. I'm like, God, yeah. I would fucking jump off a bridge. If what I had to look forward to <laughs> for dessert was like a piece of fucking black licorice, I would rather <laughs> just pick up a penny off the street and eat it. Um, yeah, my grandfather loved maple windmill cookies. Ooh. Those aren't bad. Butter um, cookies I mean, are when weird I was too. Like seven, he'd be like, "I bought cookies," and it would be those, and I would feel very let down. Yeah. Remember those fucking blue um, tins of just cookies? Yes, yeah, but there's hardly ever cookies in them. Yeah, yeah it's you, always sewing supplies. You open it, and you're like, "Yeah, you know what? I'll fuck with a cookie." And they open it, and it's like grandma's doll eyes that she has for fucking crocheting hats with eyeballs on them or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of uh, dolls and grandmas, m- m- so my sister and I were talking about how we keep seeing all of our friends uh, inherit money from their dead relatives, <laughs> and we didn't get shit. All of our families yeah, did. We never got fuck all shit. So I I, I had to pay money for my dad, but um, we were talking about how my grandma and grandpa both died, and they were they were our like rich you know family. Not not rich, but my grandpa owned an electrician company or whatever you'd call that, and. We didn't get shit. It all went to, like, you know, they had five kids, and one of their kids, uh, you know, one of my uncles died a long time ago when I was a kid. It was the first funeral I ever went to. But his children got, you know, his portion of their inheritance or whatever, you know. Um, But all I got, and I had to fight for these things, was a painting. You know the painting that's in my kitchen, Jesse, of, like, just that big painting? I always say it looks like a swamp with, like, a dude in a cloak walking through it. Mm Mm-hmm. That and I got this fucking creepy clown doll that my grandma always had. And she would put it in the guest room and it would sit on this oh, no. little couch. 
And it used to fucking scare the shit out of me. So I took it when, you know, when it was time. No one wanted it. And I was like, fuck this shit. I'm taking it. And it lived in my trunk for like 10 years. But then I, I think I traded it in with a car by accident. Oh, no. But all I it's got was that now. damn painting. And my cousin tried to take it. I'm like, bitch, you got money. Why don't you back off? <laughs> like, give me the yeah. one or thing. pay me for it. Well, just give me the one thing to remember my fucking family members by. That was like a cool painting. That was all. It was in there. Like they had a bar area, um, because they would always like throw parties or whatever. They they were that those kind of people. Um, and in the in that area, there was like a couch, and over the couch was this painting. And I always remembered as a kid. Like it's spooky and it's kind of eerie, and I really liked it. So, um, or at least it makes me feel eerie. You know. So yeah. Yeah, uh, last on the candy. Um, I think uh, a new candy is coming out. It's just a rework of an old one. So you remember when they made Nerds ropes? Yeah, Kelsey yeah. got the new ones. It was a, a gummy rope, and they rolled it in Nerds. Kelsey got yep. those new ones, the little balls of that. They're clusters now. Yeah, it's the Nerds rope, but in a easily consumable form. Oh, my God, yeah. so they're like Nerds turds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they yeah. are. And you know what's funny? Nerds ropes are delicious, but I don't really like to chew nerds. I suck on them until the flavor goes away and I spit them all out. Because they're so hard. Yeah, they're just yeah. like weird little chunks of fucking hardened sugar. So I'm like, little Meh. nubs. Yeah. 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 I don't like the hard candies much anymore because when I was younger, like elementary, middle school, I was obsessed with Jolly Rancher hard candies. So like I can't eat hard candy anymore. I have way too many like fillings and like <laughs> shit like that. Like eating hard ass candy it just hurts. So that's why I like gummies and lemonades and fresh gummies. Yes. Mm. Well, I like stale gummies too. Like I'll open a bag of Twin Snakes and leave it open like for a couple days. Well, the one I had was from yesterday and I fold or two days ago and I folded it over. So I've eaten it across three days. I just fold the bag over and let the weight of the Twin Snakes close it. You know. <laughs> rookie numbers you gotta pump those up you gotta do three bags in one day nah so yesterday was my uh my anniversary it's been one year married yay happy anniversary thank you thank you, thank you. um and so i uh you know we, we we had said like we're not really gonna do anything we're, we're not anniversary people we're not valentine's day people we're just like we love each other every day you know we do nice things for each other all the time um but I wanted to at least like have dinner. So I was like, what the fuck can I get? And so I tried to get, I tried to do a takeout order from the place we went to. So you know what? It's been. <laughs> Might as well. So Boom. it begins. <laughs> um, so I was, yesterday I was at, I was working and it was like near the end of the, it was, it was after lunch and it's been a really fucking crazy week at work. So I've been slammed. So I was like, I need to do something, you know, like I need to get dinner. And I told Kelsey, like, maybe, you know, I'll get us something to eat, something, you know, to have a nice little dinner, but we'll just eat at home, you know? So I tried to get food from where we had our wedding, which is this place called Lona Cucina. It's in a hotel on the beach, right? The Lone Kitchen. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, well, I'll just go on their website. I bet I could just place a pickup order for later today, right? I go to their website, and it's like, reserve a table or reserve a group event. And I'm like, what if I could just reserve a fucking bag of food I could pick up at the fucking door? <laughs> you know? Yeah. like. And they had no way, so I called because we had a lunch there, and they had these lobster quesadillas that were just super good. So I was like, "I'll get those, you know. I'll, I'll I'll get two lobster quesadillas, and I'll get some chips or something, you know, because it's like a taco place." Hold on, so they refused just a uh, to go order? These bitches didn't even answer the phone. <laughs> so they only want dine in during the time where 
people shouldn't be dining in. Yeah, of course. Or they're just not open right now. Oh no, they're no open. Was there. Hmm. They're open. I was looking at pictures of people fucking eating like very recently. Well, see, like it could be like what happened last last week. I think I talked about when I went to uh, Grande Pizza in Plantation. Fuck that place. Um, when I was just like, hey, one slice to go and a and a coke, and they're like, are you eating in or taking it? I'm like. Well, just to go, but I mean, I'm gonna just sit outside and eat it real quick. And they're like, "Somebody will be with you. Be seated." And I was like, "I was like, no, 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 no. Just, just, uh, I'm, let me pay right now, and just give me a can of Coke. I don't need a plate. Just give me a, a slice of pizza and a can of Coke." And they're like, "Well, then you can't eat it here." And I'm like, "Whatever." In the end, I had to sit down and have like a waitress come up and like touch my food with her bare hands, like put a plate down, and I had to use a glass. And just so they can get an extra two fifty out of me for dining, and it's like I was gonna tip you, one hundred percent. Yeah. It was like seven bucks. I was gonna give you like fourteen, fifteen bucks, and it's almost like they're so militant about wanting that extra dining service to like pay their waitresses and waiters and, or their servers, but I'm like, yo, I'm gonna double pay you. It's five dollars. And, like, it's just frustrating. So that's what I could see. If that place makes lobster quesadillas, they're probably like, we're only dining. You cannot. We are not fast food for you to take on the go. <laughs> you peasant. Um, well, so anyway, yeah, so, so what I did was instead I went to Kubo, um, which is one of my favorite little ramen places. Um, I think I took you there, right, Jesse? We went, it's on 17th Street. Little place. Probably. But now they've moved, so they have two places now. So their old place was in like a little tiny little hallway type of restaurant, one of those. You know, they have like a little like a counter, and then they had like a couple tables up front, and then like a hallway where you had like two or, you know, four little tables. Yes. Okay, I know those kind of places. They got really popular because it's really good food. So they bought or they opened a bigger restaurant two doors down. And then they kept their old one, and they have a cafe in there, like a bubble tea, uh, you know, fast food, like our quick bites type of place. So, mm-hmm. um, I got a matcha latte there that was mwah, fire, delicious. Um, <laughs> but I got ramen, uh, and I got Kelsey a poke bowl, which is like one of her favorite little foods. So we had good dinner, and then I picked up um, a fruit tart from Whole Foods for her, Kelsey because she really likes those. And then I got a, I just got myself a white, like a piece of vanilla bean cheesecake, which I ate over the two days, yesterday and today. Bro, she likes fruit tarts. Your boy makes gangster fruit tarts every day I at went work. To, I went to Fresh Market, in fact, recently. Uh, there's one over in Boca by Teriyaki Madness, which I love. If you've, if, if you're ever hankering for like chicken, rice, and veggies, Go to Teriyaki Madness. It's on Glades and 441. It's worth the drive. It's cheap enough that like the drive, it all bounced out. I get like my entire meal is like ten bucks, um, and I get their spicy chicken with white rice and veggies. Or if I'm feeling like I want more, I get uh, spicy chicken with a yakisoba style. So they do like lo mein noodles, but they toss everything in the sauce. <coughs> Oof. Mm-hmm. But anyways, there's a fresh market over there. My order wasn't ready, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll walk over there" because I knew you worked, um, you know, in a bakery in a similar style store. So I was like, let me see what these bitches are all about, you know? Because there's a couple of those types, you know? Like, there's a couple of those stores where they're kind of slimming down now since Lucky's closed. But, you know, there's there's a couple of them. So I'm like, let me see. Whole Foods has, like, this their whole big thing. Um, but so anyways, I went in there and I, I didn't see... I saw these weird donuts <laughs> that I've seen at Publix, too, called Pachitskis. Oh, it's called... It's Bazi. It's, um... It's a it's a Polish kind of like a 
po- imagine like a like a Boston cream donut, but it's a Polish donut. It's those are really good. They're really really good. Yeah, I've been mm. wanting to buy them just because I see them and I'm like, and I and I had seen that there was a festival that was like a Polish donut festival. <laughs> that like w- when I first saw them the next day, I like I saw an Instagram post about. It. I was like, these bitches are tracking me. Like I didn't even say the <laughs> word. They just saw what my eyes saw, dude. Bill Bill Grates really did put this shit in my body, dude. And I haven't even gotten the vaccine. Bill Grates? Bill, yeah, Bill Grates. Bill so great. We changed his name. Bill Grates, when that doctor stuck his finger up my ass, he put a little fucking tracker in there. I saw a meme that was like, if you've ever felt worthless, just remember that one time Ellen gave Bill Gates $20,000. And it was like she presented him with like a $20,000 check for some kind of charity. And he's like, thanks. I literally make more than that for breathing <laughs> is ellen like does ellen still have a show oh yeah she I just you know fake like cried she does yeah yeah it came out that she was a monster and then then she put out that picture how do you and... let people get away by just crying like oh i'm so sorry you ain't sorry motherfucker well come on don't you see how she dances she does fun hip-hop dancing <laughs> she i've never really been an ellen fan honestly like, I mean, she had some interviews that she's are fun to watch. Us. Well, yeah, but I mean, she's had some interviews like where she brings on like internet people and it's cool to see like people you've seen a video of. Like, you know, I remember she interviewed the damn Daniel guy and like it was cool to just like, damn Daniel. it was cool to hear that kid just <laughs> talk about anything, you know, anything else like, right? Like, oh, this is, I would just do that to my friend Daniel, you know, whatever. And so that's kind of fun, but Tosh does that shit. So it's like, <laughs> it just, yeah, web redemptions. Yeah. We just watch funny shit. And not yeah. have Ellen pretend like she's this kind person or have people jump out of a box. Like, how many fucking times oh do you have to sta- scare someone? Like, get yo life. <laughs> By the way, I found a new YouTube guy that I love. His name is Leon Lush. Okay. Ooh, he's a dude, fancy. He's a dude who's like my age. He's like a, like a heavy set white dude who always has like a hat on. And he just review like he just talks shit on like TikTokers and and like IG people, Facebook people who are like not the people. He talks about oh, like the trends. I know him. He's got a beard. Yeah, and he talks about brain worms. He's funny. I like him. Yeah, okay. I've seen him before. Um, uh, I think else? he did a collab with Mr. Gigi once. Probably. Gigi's the best, yeah. but I haven't been watching his new shit because it's always just movie reviews I don't really care about. Or like I watch yeah, five he reviews movies. really shitty movies, like really shitty horror movies and stuff. Well, but now he's doing like that. I watched five of this and blah. And I'm like, I like the regular, like when he reviews a single movie, I'm into it. Or mm-hmm. when he talks about like current shit going on. But like after Predator Chronicles, it's like, what, what am I going to yeah, do? Yeah, it's over. <laughs> Damn. But um, other than that, I've been playing some Apex. Um, and I uh, started Sekido New Game Plus. I played a little bit of that uh, two nights ago on stream. The goal. Beat the brakes off of uh, every boss in front the of me. The goal on you, bro. Now you're new game plusing it. Dude, it it's crazy. That game almost broke my spirit, right? Almost just tore me apart. My wife almost left me, okay? She had divorce papers. She left them out on the kitchen table. She let me see them, you know? She wanted me to there was, there was a moment fighting Ishin where you looked over and you're like, don't look at me like that. <laughs> and I could tell, like, she was probably looking, because I'm watching you rage. And I'm realizing she's sitting right next to you. And I'm yeah. just like, what could be going through her head? Like, I married this guy, this grown baby man, <laughs> crying exactly over what, this video game. And you exactly were like, don't look at me like that. She was going through her mind. And you know what it was? <laughs> I look over and she's giving me just the, like, 
like this, like this broke bitch. Look at this piece of trash. I mean, she she knows. I remember one time you were. I think you must have been playing Dark Souls, and I think she had like come home or come in the room, and we all did the like, "Hi, Kelsey," and you were like, "Hey." <laughs> I was like, mm. I raged, and she was like, "Oh no, did you rage?" <laughs> like, she knows. She, we were and just you, talking. Like, talked about what you did and how you made it through, and she was like, "Okay." <laughs> we were just talking about how our job is to keep each other in check. That's our married duty. Our only duty is to just keep each other in check when, when we're getting you know shitty, in one way or the yeah. other. Like, you know, just let each other know. And what I mean. <laughs> the best is <laughs> right after that she was like why do you why are you still playing like just stop and i was like no i can't i have to beat it it's something yeah. i set out for myself and i have to do it and uh i still have i still have to plat dark souls remaster and dark souls 3 i'm very close to both but oh but those those it's not even like i don't even i mean i rage you know i rage at those games mostly Mostly getting invaded now annoys me. Like, yeah. if I'm focused on something and I'm like, I just want to knock this out. Like, let me just go do this, and I get invaded. I'm like, you motherfuckers. But now I just try to like, I'm trying not to get, I'm trying not to rage anymore. I'm trying to like tamper it. It's it's still gonna come out for sure, but I'm I'm working on it. You know, I'm trying to yeah. Now apex. it's just a time sink. Well, I'm trying much, to apex, you do all the shit, especially because I was just getting annoyed super quick. But I realized it's just because <laughs> like outside factors. I'm just letting all that stuff channel into video games. You know. It's like work is stressful, so when I'm stressed, I'm like, fuck everyone, you know, whatever. And now I'm just like, I'm just trying to be whatever. Like, today I was getting frustrated, but it was mostly just like, I'm like, sick of playing with strangers because nobody cares. Like, nobody really tries to have teamwork. They just, they get knocked down and they're like, bye, and they just quit. And I'm like, but but I was on my way to get you, dude. Like, I was coming (laughs) to help you so we could go try and, like... I, what what I realized with Apex, and I'm going to end on this. I've just been playing Apex and a little bit of Trails, so it's whatever. Um, okay. But what I realized is, like, I just, if I don't think about Apex as, like, a game I'm supposed to win, then it's less annoying. You know, it's like, I, I'm, it's less, like, frustrating to lose because you're not supposed to win, like, every game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a game you win every game. It's not really possible to win yeah, every game. Not at the level I feel like I play. it's a stats game, no? Kind of, I think it's just like a see what you can do, and like that. The last like three nights, ever since I decided to myself, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get mad at this fucking game anymore. It's been, it's been nice. Like tonight, I I struggled because I was just playing randoms, and the first night I I was playing randoms, I fucking destroyed. Like I had four kills one game, and fucking won another game, and like we, you know, we we're I was doing really good alone. Tonight I was, you know, it's just RNG. It's just who you get paired up with, and and it's not that they were bad. <laughs> One yeah. guy annoyed me because I was like, "Oof, we going, we're going super hot, huh?" And he was like, "Yeah," and then he died and quit immediately. I was like, "But, <laughs> 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 like, but my character's special ability is to help you come back to life." Is part of the, yeah, it's like me trying to play those games. I don't understand the rules, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't know what to do when the worst part was <clears throat> we landed in this hot zone and i'm like all right i'm gonna go in through the roof right here and i see these other you know their squads flying over that way so whatever these bitches turned and landed with me and i was like shit and i so i jumped off this roof and i'm like landed and this dude just chased me and punched me 
And nice. I was like, my the, the teammate, the guy that landed, was right in front of me, had looted a bunch of stuff. So I'm like, can you shoot this guy? And so I ran him, this dude, and he just watched this guy punch and kick me to death. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then he like tried to shoot at him, and then he got punched to death. And I was like, why did you land here? <laughs> and then he quit. <laughs> but that's what I'm like, I'm not good. Like, I'm not good at that game with just whatever I can find. I have, like, my little set of guns I like, right? So I don't mm-hmm. land just with everybody because I suck. Like, it's not, that's not productive. I'm just going to die over and over again. And, like, yeah. you know, whatever. I, we, you know, I lost, like, five games after that. But every time we were, well, a couple times were bad. But, like, two or three times we were trying. We had, like, you know, we were, like, working together. The people were talking. So I was like, good game, man. It's great. You know, like, whatever. It's just those ones where you're like, why do you play this game? <laughs> you're just going <laughs> to fly in, die, and quit before anything else. Like, your other teammates are alive and fighting, and you're like, bye. That's yeah. That's all these, you mm-hmm. know, games like that, when you have to rely on other people, can be really frustrating. It's good to have friends. It's good to play with people you know, because then, if you guys lose, you fucking lose, and who cares, right? You're just in the next game, and you can just move on. Yeah. With strangers, you're like, oh, I'm hopefully never going to see you again. <laughs> bro me and this dude like a month ago were talking shit we were just shitting all over each other and like we were just talking shit to each other and then i was like all right anyways man have a good night and he was like you too man it was good playing with you <laughs> so, <laughs> and so then we get in the next game and i'm like oh what's up dude he's like no fuck away i'm like yeah and he's like all right we're gonna try this time I'm like yeah let's try it. We're, we're really gonna do this and then we like became friends i think he's still on my friends list <laughs> Wait, is that some that random guy named Chris? No, so Chris is um is, what's funny is what you said earlier uh, about like listening to a podcast and then becoming friends with people, you know, that are the hosts and whatever. Yeah. That happened to me with the comic slobs. I mean, I was already friends with um Ryan Mears um because of a different podcast. We were we were uh we both listened to Pop Culture Leftovers and I would interact with those guys, and I had been on their show before, and so uh, Ryan Mears and I became friends, and then he started a podcast, um, or he had already started one, and I just heard about it, and so I started listening, and that's when I heard Brian and Greg, and then I heard um, Senya, and Senya had started listening to our show, so like you know, we all kind of were circling each other, and we became friends, and so now they're like some of my closest friends. Like I play video games with them all the time, and I talk to them all the time that same thing happened to me. It is weird. It's it's a strange feeling. It's surreal. Right? Because it's like you've just been on the other side of a door. Like you've just been hearing a conversation or you're at another table at a restaurant hearing a conversation of some people. You're like, God damn, I would love to talk to those people, right? And then they're just like, come sit over here. <laughs> you yeah, know? Like, like, oh, hey, what's <laughs> up? How are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's weird. <laughs> nice. But some people, like, <clears throat> you deal with it normally like you've jumped into discord before and it's never weird right like some people are kind of some people can kind of take it to a weird they they're yeah it's gotten kind of weird (laughs) it's it's been there gets kind of weird sometimes um but yeah so that's been my week (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i was gonna be the one to say it (laughs) sometimes you get a have at the yom you do the best scream can you please do it (laughs) How about the yawn? Ah! <laughs> I'm so sad I missed that. Yeah, I, Bro, I, you I miss... think about it every now and then, and I'm like, I'm happy we didn't clip it because we'd be bullying. I would pay a hundred dollars 
for that clip right now, dude. dude you missed Jesse so much straight, to bully him. You missed Jesse straight cyberbullying this kid. <laughs> I wasn't cyberbullying. I was just like, hey man, hey. It's a, there, there, there's already a narrator, dude. Yeah, like someone's already reading it. Well, when you jumped in, you were already pissed because I kicked you. But I was just, tra- yeah. I was, I was trying to, I was trying something out. My thought was like, what if we let people who watch do a, you know, a boss fight, and we just cycle through them. And then you were like, I'm gonna smoke. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll do a boss fight with these two guys. But then he sat there, fucking asking me about <laughs> armor and weapons for five minutes. So then you were, do- you know, like we were out. We were literally a straight shot from the Yorm fight. So I'm like, we'll just do Yorm, you know? Yeah. And I told him when Jesse gets back, I'm gonna kick you, and then you know, or I'll summon him, and we're gonna keep going because we were already playing. And he's like, okay, man. And then the second you were back, he's like, why does this always happen to me? Why do people always weave me? <laughs> So. Oh God! <laughs> Read the room, kid. Yeah, maybe because you screech. I I literally was like, <laughs> after that fight, didn't you mute him or something? Yeah, he kept talking. I was like, anyways, I'm gonna mute you now, and I just muted him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finally left. And the other guy was poor little guy. <laughs> but Jesse came back and was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> he's you know, like, I'm mad. Or I'm being a little baby, or I'm being like, I'm, you, you know that I'm a little butthurt, or I'm mad <clears throat> when I shut up and I'm not talking. Mm-hmm. Like last well, episode. Bo- both of you are that way, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do get that way, Aaron, that too. But like last week at the end when they're like, no, you're drunk. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And I realized it's been four hours. You probably are drunk, dude. But yeah. then I was just like, so at the end of the, I, I couldn't, I, I'm not even going to listen to it. Um, but yeah, at the end, I was just like, I'll just be quiet. Fuck you guys. And then we had a fight afterwards. And it's so funny because Jesse was like pissed and he was like going off. And this was like, it, I, I didn't say that to, to be mean. You know, I thought he was in on the joke, right? <laughs> like, I thought we were just yeah. having, like, you know, we always talk about it. Like, you know, sometimes you'll even say it, right? Like, oof, boy, I got, you know, yeah. whatever. So that time just, it was a bad time to mention it. And he was like pissed and he was like talking about something else, something completely different. And I'm like, no, I get it. You're pissed, and I'm sorry that I said that. You know, I didn't mean to like call you out on that in a, in a malicious way. I just thought, you know, was in on the joke. And you were like, I mean, I'm not mad. I'm like, you're mad, and you have every right to be. If it's something that upsets you, I understand. And I was like, I'm not angry, yeah. so I can just tell you I'm sorry. And you were like, okay. And then we talked for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, that usually happens. If Aaron and I ever get into it, and we kind of like have a, a little argument. We usually end up talking on the phone for like an hour afterwards and just being bros and being like, I love you. Good night. <laughs> so <laughs> we do, we do the No, you hang up. And then we fall yeah. asleep on the phone. It's like, yeah, <laughs> no, just go to sleep on the phone with me. <laughs> yeah. I hate it when I listen and I hear mom and dad fight, but I know mm-hmm. that you make up. <laughs> the best is Seth. Was <laughs> Hold on. Who's mom and who's dad? Wait a second. I'm um, clearly mom. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about here. Um, I make the fruit tarts and the chocolate dipped strawberries. Yeah, the, I know. Um, the best I know. was fucking. Sometimes it's trouble when Aaron goes, no, 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 no. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, uh, that's a good insight. That is very true. The best part is Seth was on video chat. <laughs> Oh no! And Jesse was like, yeah, he's a- <laughs> Jesse was like, "Bitch, I'm not even drunk." And, <laughs> and Seth made a wild ass face, like, mm. and Jesse was like, <laughs> Jesse was like, Seth, Seth, don't get in on this. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "All right, well, I'll catch y'all later." <laughs> I was like, "You can get out of here, and you know, like, if you want to hang up, you can go to bed. I see you're tired, whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get out of here." And Jesse's like, 
man you know don't leave like whatever don't be weird and then he was just like <laughs> he was just like all right bye now <laughs> just like oh, it was really funny oh boy it's okay that's what i'm here for to entertain hey, everyone you you raged about one like <sighs> thing that upset you i rage at Incon- like inconceivable bullshit that has nothing yeah. to do with my life. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't even remember because I'm not going to go back and listen to it. But uh, most likely, knowing myself, it, I was embarrassed. Yeah. So when I feel shame, I get like kind of I shut out, I shut down. So that's probably what it is. But it's okay. You everybody knows what's going on here. This isn't our first rodeo. I hate when people clap and talk. Um, <laughs> this isn't our first time doing this. It's not. Hopefully, you know, it's not the last time. But I mean. I'll try to be better, but I'm still going to be me. Listen, it was a four fucking hour podcast that happened. Oh, not even that. I saw the Skype thing. We recorded for four hours, but we were on the call for five hours and 21 minutes. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely listened to that episode across, I think, a couple of days. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it happens. I haven't listened. Because I was like, oh, I'll listen to two hours now and then i listen to another hour and then i listen to the last hour it's, but anyways well i haven't listened to a pod i was just thinking about this i haven't listened to a fucking podcast in like a full year i mean i i, I was listening to um no sleep while i was running because it's like individual stories and each you know they can be like 10 to 20 minutes and it's a 30 it's right now on the week i'm on on couch to 5k it's about 35 minutes but um then i then i take lulu for a w afterwards and i do like another two miles ish or a mile and a half um so i'm just listening to stuff but now i just toss a youtube video on i usually just listen to like news or fucking you know video game stuff or whatever so i haven't listened i've to been anything. i've been trying to find good no sleep stuff and like you know be busca and like scary stories and shit i cannot find anything that works anymore they're all just really dumb some of them I are don't know. so bad but so no, really sleep, no Sleep is a podcast. Well, the No Sleep podcast is a podcast where they curate and read and they fully produce stories from the No Sleep subreddit, which is cool. Like, they oh, turn them okay. into little audio I plays. I might be on subscribe to that. Let me check. Um, But yeah, so we, we'll talk more about horror stuff later because uh, we're, yeah. we're going to talk about books and we're talking about Stephen King. We got a question about it. and um, Cool. Yeah. No, I'm on be scared. Um, alrighty. So my week. Um, your boy is a professional race car driver now. Um, <laughs> sup everybody. I'm very knowledgeable at riding motorcycles and playing racing games. I'm actually in the PlayStation Store. I'm about to buy Ride Three Gold Edition, which is a motorcycle simulator, and Project Cars Racing Two Deluxe Edition. <laughs> because Project Cars Two is ninety dollars, but it's on sale for thirteen forty nine. That's a pretty good deal. Um, and then Ride 2, or Ride 3, which is a motorcycle simulator, uh, Gold Edition is normally, uh, right here, $70, and it's on sale for 10 bucks. So that's 25 bucks for, like, $180 worth of games, or some shit like that. Well, I'm bad at math. Um, like 150 or so. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, your boy's been playing video games, we, that's what we do. You already know that. And um, so I'll get to the racing ones last. No, I'll just get to them. So I was playing Need for Speed. No, I was looking through my list and I saw I bought a game called Ducati 90th Anniversary, which is a Ducati motorcycle company 
motorcycle racing simulator. So, like, simulator games are, like, a lot different than arcade games because, obviously, they are simulating real-life, like, machinery and shit. Um, also, a really bad habit they do is there's no music in those games. They don't want the music because they pay a lot of money to get the actual sounds from the each individual machines that they're running, and they want you to hear those. And I don't know. Uh, I think it's really dumb that they take the music out because, like, I like really shitty, janky Euro trash EDM when I'm playing a freaking game. It's like, just yeah, I some remember up- that when you were doing um, Need for Speed, you yeah, were just- like, so amped with the fake Linkin Park type yeah, stuff. Yeah, dude. It's fun. It's just fun. Bro, get you, get you, you know, that a, fucking uh, song on uh, Fist of the North Star. That thing. Oh, the power bangs, metal songs, dude. Yeah. That thing bangs. That song is super dope. It's the the song uh, when you're in the car. There's only three songs now. I'm hoping you can unlock more. There's this Japanese power metal song. There's a song from Binary Domain, which is a really amazing game by Sega on the PlayStation Three that should definitely be um, put out again. And then there's a Super Monkey Ball song. Strange. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> but hidden in the game are these. Cr- I just was fighting a boss the other day and. Uh, this dope-ass riff and an entire heavy metal instrumental track comes up, and it was really cool, and I realized they hid music in there. Uh, I was listening to Castle Superbeast who were talking about, or maybe it wasn't them, maybe it was another podcast. It might have been Sacred Symbols. They were talking about the Breath of the Wild soundtrack is going to come out, and it's five CDs full of music. And people Damn. are like, bullshit. There's not that much music in the game. And they're like, yeah, there is. There's certain themes that will only play if you speak to a certain NPC during a quest line, whatever. So there's so much music that you'll go through that game three times and only hear 60% of the music in the game. Uh, which is cool, but it's also like make the music accessible to us. You know, it's like Final Fantasy X has like 150 songs on the soundtrack. Uh, even though Final Fantasy X is one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. Um I'm going to say almost better than Bruh. seven. Fucking Legend of Heroes games have fire soundtracks. It's different. It's not orchestral. It It's weird. It's like a blend, but um, they're, they're not like um, Final Fantasy style, you know, like full orchestra, but they've got really yeah. good music. Yeah. So speaking of really good music, these racing simulators have no music in them, but I was playing Ducati <laughs> and it was really cool. Uh, it's really difficult. And I remember I hated simulator games because there's just so much to do in them and i was like i don't like all this busy work i'm now finding that i kind of like the busy work so i was playing that and that got me to go back onto need for speed hot pursuit remastered which is great i remember moon you one time you were like this game's too loud because it really fucking is i have to turn the music down well it's because you can't like you're clearly trying to talk to people on the stream Mm mm-hmm but it's like, yeah. <laughs> and the game's like, yeah. So, so I found like, a way around it. Or turn it down because we can't hear you. And I, yeah. yeah, I remember one time I was frustrated about it because it was like, what is the point of this? Yeah, I felt bad because I was like, I guess I can't play this anymore. But um, no, no, I figured it out. It's crazy. You have to turn the music down like. Or not even the music; it's the sound effects of the engine. You have to turn the gaming sound, the game sound effects, down by like eighty percent, and then it's a good balance. So I've learned that with certain games, the 
and this goes with music as well. It's the way the sound engineers like mix everything. Some stuff comes out really hot and really loud, and some is really low. It's like if you're watching a YouTube video, and you can barely hear it, so you turn it up, and then you go to another video, and then the freaking speakers explode because <laughs> there's the the difference in in mixing. Uh, but uh, anywho, so I was playing Ducati 90th anniversary. I was really enjoying it. It's really cool. I had a lot of fun time. And then I just started looking, and I was like, dude, you never played Gran Turismo on the PS4, Gran Turismo Sport, which by now has the Spec 2 version, which is the complete version of the game. It's on sale for $14.99 for the Spec 2 version, and I was like, let's do it. Let's go, baby. Uh, it's 100 gigs. God damn it. It's a big install. But lot. holy shnikes, is that game good, man. It, it's It's a little different because you don't get the excitement and the the explosions and the crazy drifting of like a need for speed game, but it's so visually impressive. The music is incredible in Gran Turismo, but you don't hear it when you're racing, which is a bummer, but it's really, really great. And I've been having a really wonderful time just like enjoying racing. Cause I just realized I, I always liked racing games. Uh, but like, I always like need for speed. And then once need for speed went open world, I hated it. That's why I really do like hot pursuit remastered because it goes back to the old school way of pick a car, pick a track. Let's go. Instead of like the whole, you're in an open world. So yeah, so I've been into racing shit. I'm probably going to end up buying ride three and cars, project cars through two. I'm maybe, maybe not, but it just seems like a great value. So um, I also did buy a fun arcade racer called Riptide GP2. This is a jet ski game. It was like $3 on sale from, I think, 10 or 15 And it's very fun. It has the awesome Eurojank EDM. And, like, you know, you're fucking doing tricks and doing fucking dance moves on your... It's like It's almost like Wave Race. It's like Wave Race meets Jet Moto. And it's real fun. It's 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 silly and it's kind of dumb, but it's fun and I really like it. So I'm gonna be dabbling with racing games uh, because they're fun and I enjoy racing stuff and it's really exhilarating and it's really a lot of fun. Um, Fist of the North Star, we're back in there. Last night we completed chapter nine, which means all that's left is chapter ten, and we can roll credits and add another <clears throat> final boss to our uh, beating the game folder on Twitch. Uh, I do have to do a couple things to prep to finish the game. And then once I complete the game uh, on Chapter 10 and roll credits, then the actual game is going to open up, and there's probably going to be another 40, 50 hours worth of side content for me to do, which will be fun. I will explore most of that on my own until I find cool things. Uh, Aaron raged at Foregone last week because of a bird, so I started New Game Plus, and... Something happens with New Game Plus on Foregon. They fucked up. New Game Plus, you're way too powerful. I'm blowing through that game. I don't even have to dodge stuff. I just stand in front of it and just take the damage <laughs> and attack it. And you can't really level in that game. You just... Uh, you level your gear, sure, but you make so much money that you can just completely level everything. And in New Game Plus, enemies are dropping so many weapons that every time you hit a bonfire, you need to go sell anything weaker than what you have because you will run out of space. So I am I'm freaking Scrooge McDuck. I'm swimming in way too much money in that game. That I have no, I have nothing to do with it. Nothing I can do with the actual money. Uh, with Sekido well, New Game Plus, all the bosses have like additional moves. Usually it's like one or two. Nice. Gyobu jumps. His fucking horse jumps. 
and like oh, slams sick. down on you. And then when you uh, firecracker the horse, he like rears up and Gyobu on so on his second on his second bubble he'll rear up so the first time it works normal and you're like whatever you can just beat the piss out of him after he you know whatever but then after that he like rears up and Gyobu pulls his fucking spear up and then slams it down and he got me with it fucking twice I was like oh I'm nice not learning shit <laughs> but Speaking I beat of that we're good I beat him that's all nice yeah um I was listening to uh, well, see, unlike you, I do listen to, I only listen to podcasts. Well, it's because you still have li- to go to work. I'm at my house. I, at, at home, I do as well, oh. at nighttime. When I'm not streaming, like, I, like, when I do my little cigarette minutes, Moon made the little, the, the name for my breaks, I'll be like, mm-hmm. I'll be back in 10 minutes, guys, just gonna go smoke a cigarette, and <laughs> Moon, yeah, I was even, like even Wasteland, minutes. Wasteland's like he'll be back in an hour. Like the other day, actually the other day you were you were like, "Are you ready, Jesse?" It was like I think it was last night or the night before, and you were like, "Are you ready to stream?" And I'm like, "Nah, give me like, give me like 20." And Wasteland's like, "He'll be back in an hour." And I'm like, "No, dude, just all right, maybe 30." And then I remember like almost to the minute, like an hour later, I before I hit I hit stream, I saw the time and I had to go to the to uh, his page and be like you were right it took an hour yeah and i sat <laughs> I, I played more sekido i did two more bosses <laughs> while i was waiting for you and then i was like he's not coming and then i played trails till what uh 12 30 and i was like why i'm tired now but, uh, but i do listen to podcasts i do listen to my you know my weeklies definitely every monday sacred symbols with colin moriarty uh chris ray gunn uh, and also Tuesdays is always Castle Super Beast with Wooly and uh, fucking guy I don't like, Pat. Uh, but they are good podcasts. And I was listening to Castle Super Beast today, and Wooly was talking about Sekido. He has the the he has like the he has the opposite look. He was like, I'm here for these one v ones. He's really there for the boss fights. He's like, I love this. But it he did kind of say like it it did kind of like throw him off at first and over time he was able to come back and be like oh these boss fights are actually masterful and i think you might eventually start noticing that because now that you've got over the hump where you've been able to beat like sword saint ishian and some of the I mean, you still have a couple did you do emma no that's so that's the shura ending that's the other that's the bad ending so you need to do Emma, and you still mm-hmm. need to fight the big monster, the Demon of Hatred. I need to do Emma and Ishin, so regular Ishin. Um, he has two forms, but they're just like, the second one just has fire on his sword. Um, and I need to do the young owl, and then the other owl fight. Oh, the, the third owl fight. Yeah, and then Demon of Hatred. Okay, so you still gotta turn into Afro Senju. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta start wearing a towel around your neck so you can scream <laughs> into it. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, um, for the Fist of the North Star has been dope. I'm going to be playing that. Um, by the way, Afro sends you got some big ass nipples, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know this? He took his shirt off and he had fucking pepperoni oh, okay. nipples. I was like, damn, it's bro. okay. Hey, we all have different nipples. It's okay. Looking at mine right now. It's like normal. belly buttons where like, if that was my nipples, they'd be normal, you know, like to me. But they're yeah. his nipples, so they're different to me. And they just look <laughs> they're just looking big old pepperonis. I was like, all right, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have a, my belly button. It's not an innie, but it's not an Audi. It's, like, in the middle. It doesn't know what it is. But it's, it's all right. It, it'll survive. <laughs> as long as it holds my organs in place. 
because you know, obviously yeah. that's what, that's what belly buttons do. They hold your organs in place. That's where God tied uh-huh. the tied the tied the knot. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Anyways, weird. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so all these racing games, Fist of North Star. You know what it is. Uh, before I just give a couple comments on Street Fighter, I do have to say I did talk about playing DGK Rory last week in Street Fighter. Rory did come up to me and was like, "Let's play Street Fighter," and I schooled his ass and I beat his ass. I really did. I didn't want to have to do it to him, but I really did it. And then he was like, "Well, Marvel's really my game. You should see me in Marvel Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom Three. And I was like, all right, man. Sure, we'll do that. We played Marvel vs. Capcom 3 last Friday after the podcast. I mean, it was after the podcast, and so your boy was a little bit... But that had nothing to do with it. Boy, Rory kicked my ass so hard. DGK whooped me so hard in Marvel. It was great. It was <laughs> it was pretty fun. I did not expect it. Uh He's not really using tournament tactics. It's just he's he he had said, I hope he's okay with me saying this. When that came out, his brother and him had 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 got it and they played it all summer. Like we played it every day all the time. And I can tell because even though he's using fundamental tools and mechanics of the game, his reaction and his the way he is like his comfort level was just so his reactions were so much quicker than mine. So he was able to get me two over one. Which is pretty good. Like that was uh, pretty dope. So, so once Seth heard that, Seth is like, "Huh?" Because I played Seth in Street Fighter. <laughs> How I said last week, <clears throat> I played Seth in Street Fighter, and I realized, oh, Seth is still learning Street Fighter, and that's why I'm so mad at Paul for bullying Seth because Paul is really good, but he only wants to play Seth so that he can bully him and get free online points. <laughs> like he won't even come to me, and and Seth is, I mean, Paul is. Uh, nine over four on me last time we fought. Nine victories over my four. He won't even want to take those four for a nine. Like he only wants to just fight. So I actually uh, have audio but, of what he said. I, I don't cheat. I get results. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but but um, with uh, with Seth, Seth is also like, yeah, I'm actually a lot better at Marvel, and I'm like, hmm, I gotta start a room with Seth and. Rory and see where they compare to each other. So that'll Bro, be then fun. fucking Baka's gonna see it and they'll be like, oh, I haven't played this in two years and just come in and fucking Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta figure out. I mean, I, I, I did put a post on the old fighting game board uh community that I used to uh run, kind of letting everyone in that community know that like, hey, I wanna kind of revive this through the podcast, so either DM the podcast or me. And I'm going to try to start some rooms and lobbies. So maybe at least once a week we can get like a couple of people together and, and play yeah, these games. Be really because, cool. Yeah, because we know we can have beginner nights because we do have, you know, three of the homies from uh, my job. We got the Fresh Boys. We got Seth. We got Rory. They're all kind of in the same uh, kind of uh, talent range, like like level in Street Fighter Five. Skill all, level? Skill level. Thank you. They're all around the same skill level in Street Fighter Five, so I think that'd be cool. And it would be unfair for like for me to be like Paul jump in there or like a Baca. I I don't even think Baca would do it. Baca would be like, This isn't fair. Paul would be like, sure, let's do it. And uh get all the <laughs> tournament points. But anyways, <laughs> I have been trying to finish every night with uh at least one or two survival rounds in Street Fighter Five and at least fighting a stranger once or twice. It's a lot of fun. I was doing really well. But the last two nights, I did get my ass whooped. So I've learned that Laura is a really bad matchup for Honda. 
I got my ass whooped by two separate lawyers at the same time. Also, Ed is really, really fucking hard to fight, but these people were really good. You can catch the videos. They're on the Twitch. Uh, they deserve the victories. They're awesome. They whoop my ass. But Street Fighter is really great. I'm learning more and more every day, and it's just such a great game, and all these games are great. I forgot what the very last thing I was going to say is, but it doesn't matter because I can always come back to it later. But we play video games every day on the Twitch, and you know where to find it, twitch.tv slash nerdsthepodcast. Oh, I was going to say, uh, last two nights I put four hours work each night, so I usually want to do at least a couple of streams. But yeah, I've been trying to put in a little more lately, so there's a little more of a backlog. So last night and the night before, I put um, at least four hours into at least four different games. Uh, because I like playing video games, and I like people to see me play video games because I'm very good at video games. Man, so last I night you had a good it. clip of people in there, man. It was like 13, 14 people at, at a time. But that's because that's prime time, dude. It annoys me because no one ta- talks. Like We had a new guy, but I, you might know him. <laughs> Dinking88? He was like... Uh, no, Dinking's been around. Just never watches when I play. Oh, so. yeah, and didn't he just subscribe? Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, tier 1 sub came in, Dinking... Uh, 80, 80, 89. Yeah, something like that. I thought it was 69 as well because I'm always just, you know, in the gutter. But um, that's the same time. That's the second time I go, third time. I noticed, yeah. Doing that. What, am I, what am I, Matthew McConaughey? I like that. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Dinkin came through. He's been around every now and then. And uh, we did have fun. But it's the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Usually, even if I'm off, it's a little hard for me to like be prepared to be ready to stream at like a prime time, like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Uh, but when I do, usually the numbers are pretty good. And I mean, not I'm not trying to hate on it. It's like you're playing Apex, which is good because you do get people, but you get like you get our family in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah, get our yeah. peoples in there. You get the homies in there. That's what I was saying today. No one really wants to watch someone who's not good at Apex. <laughs> Apex yeah, everyone's just... watching fucking <laughs> Shroud, you know? The problem everyone's is, gonna... I, I think I'm mm-hmm. going to skip next uh, season because I, I got myself locked into feeling like I have to play it to get my dailies because I paid 10 bucks, right? So I'm like, I want to level it, you know, and, and whatever, just like unlock the levels. But I'm like, I just need to not do that so that I can play other games and I can play Apex. Like, when does it expire? Um, 69 days away or 70, 60 days away, oh, something boy. like that. How okay. does something expire if you paid for the season? Well, it's the season. It's like the season ends in 60 days. Season pass. Yeah. But you don't get to keep the content? What is it that No, no, no. What, you're what unlocking the content. So the, the season expires and then all the levels that you can get expire. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm you have level... to repurchase all the heroes again? No, 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 no. So what it unlocks is gun skins and skins and you know like okay. character skins, gun skins, um, and emotes. landscapes. Yeah, like pictures is, and all kinds I of think... shit. But what I mean is, it ends, and if I didn't finish out the levels, I just don't get all the stuff that was past where I was. You know what I mean? And, okay, okay, okay. Um, I mean, I realized this time there's not really anything I want. I was, I'm waiting to get the um, there's a fused. Uh, flying animation, which I like those a lot. I like to, you know, do them like you know how I always play the guitar when I'm the one dude and I'm flying and I say it's Jesse time, pull out the acoustic. Oh, guitar. the ukulele, <laughs> yeah, that's what I, you know, by the I way, I hate ukuleles. <laughs> you would, they're happy, fun time stuff. I was just I gonna know. say, Jesse, hates yeah. fun, that's not a surprise. Yeah. Actually, that was the last thing. The last thing of my week is uh, the Jesse hates uh, how people pronounce things uh, segment. I'm canceling a word this week. Uh-oh. 
We're canceling the word too. As in me too, or I like that too, or um, I played that too. Okay. I think it's more eloquent if you say as well. As well. (laughs) Because it really bothers me when, like, I just hear, like, also people really need to stop saying me and Aaron. It's Aaron and I. It's it's not me and such and such. Oh, it guys, depends on the structure. It depends the on the structure of the sentence. It really does. Okay. I got this is this is why I wanted to bring I this up. Canceling up because you're here and you know. I got schooled Good. on that like years ago. I thought I was the fucking smarty pants, and someone's like, Uh-oh. "Nah, idiot." <laughs> I can oh no! It out. Yeah, it depends. <sighs> well, yeah. Can so I cancel it's, too? It's versus like, you know, you'd say, "Oh, like, will you pass that to me and Aaron?" Versus, will you pass that to Aaron and I? Because like, yes. just pretend so just if asshole. you're including someone in something, be, can you pass that to I? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's how it's if you remove the other person's name, how would it sound? Well, then I would just say, would you, can you could you pass that to us? <laughs> That's because you are a fucking contrarian ass. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you. You can <laughs> that say that has it. nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Dude. No, it's it just, just I don't know. Speaking, the structure of the sentence. Speaking of people con- do still do it incorrectly, but both of those formats can be correct. Yes, it just depends on the usage. So like if it's a list, like you're listing people that are going to the beach, you know? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say like me, Kelsey, Jesse. It would be Kelsey, Jesse and I are going to go to the beach cuz you would also say I'm going to the beach if you removed all those people. Yeah, or just be like we're going to the beach. But you know, no, because if you want to identify each one, okay. Can, but can I still cancel two and just say, no. say as well? Two's from a now great on? word. I don't know. I mean, me too. I just think I as well is a little bit as better. As long as you use the right spelling of two. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. One o one o uh, as opposed to two. Also, people who call zeros o. Your number is not 960-2480. It's 960-2480. Okay, now you're just being <laughs> up in the No, row. sir. That <laughs> We live in a society, sir, and this society has rules. No, no, no. Because guess what? <laughs> Abbreviating is fun and making things brief. Brevity is the soul of wit, my friend. If you can streamline <laughs> what you're saying without going, I as well would like that. Or yeah, but then, but then <laughs> zero, we get zero monocle. Yeah, <laughs> but then we get people who put I I D K. I don't know, or they spell so U you would at say, the letter U. All right, if your number was six zero two, you know whatever, you would say six zero two. I mean, I don't know because my phone number does not have any zeros in it. You truly are a contrarian. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. Five lashings for every time you say zero when it's an O or or when it's a zero. You just want things to be mad at. Listen. No, it's not that I want to be mad at them. It's just, I don't know, man. (laughs) You need to get on my level and let things truly make you angry. No, that way you don't have to hunt for shit. See, that's the thing is these things they don't make me angry, but inside I judge, and even though the uh, the judging doesn't make me upset or resentful, Jesse, judge not lest you be judged. Yeah, I mean, I I judge. It's okay. You can judge me. I think that's why I'm so comfortable judging because I've I see myself like so far at the bottom that I'm okay. So where I'm like, you can't. You can't punch low enough to hit me. 
So, like, I'm okay with being this petty. It's sad that you think of yourself that way, but, you know. I mean, I'm very good at video games. But, hey, it's okay. And it's also kind of semi a bit, you know, but not really. But it's all right. This is why I'm here, my babies. This is what we do. This is the, this is the show. This is who we are. I forgot. I was oh, That was a, like a Linkin Park thing. I missed it. Uh, but, hey, man, I think that's about it. I'm still canceling the word to say as well. Be better to yourself, you know. Be smarter. That doesn't always fit. I know, but do it anyways. Like, what if you said, <laughs> what if someone was like, uh, or, you know, someone's like, who wants an ice cream? And someone's like, me. Would you go, I as well? <laughs> no, because they didn't say me too. Jesse would say, I would also like an ice cream. Mother, I would probably, yeah. Mother, I, I would, would also love, like an ice cream cone. I would love some cone. ice cream. Oh, my God. Or maybe I would say, what flavors <laughs> do you offer? Do you have any non-peanut ice cream flavors? Oh, and then he adjusts his... Cravat. <laughs> in order to continue social distancing, can you please pull the front of your underwear up as hard as you can, Jesse? Because <laughs> you fucking deserve it. <laughs> I as well would like some ice cream, mother. <laughs> That's my. Week. And then he he picks up his his jewel tipped cane and saunters <laughs> back down the lane. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hits him with the the classic royal we we would like some ice cream <laughs> and it's like you're alone it's like me and god <laughs> no sir it's god and i <laughs> me and god go. <laughs> oh okay that's my week moon reveal yourself your moon Witch. Who reveal are yourself you? who are you what, what would you, you like the world to know myself. about you I mean, in an audio aspect, um, you know. Um, so I, um, I am a youth librarian. I live in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I first, I first learned about the nerds, um, because of Iron Fist. Oh, Remember interesting. all of the Netflix Marvel things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that I did with Scenic Cast. Yep, yeah, because I, I discovered Scenic Cast first because I had started watching Luke Cage and I was trying to find a podcast that I could <clears> listen <throat> to. And all of the podcasts about Luke Cage were super fucking white at the time. And I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> handled it. Oh, because, yeah, because also, surprise, I'm a black woman. <laughs> That blue nana's mind when, when I Facebook friended him. He was like, wait a second. Is this Moonwitch for real? And I was like, yeah, sorry to disappoint. He was like, uh, this is actually amazing. <laughs> it was like, here I am. So yeah, it was just, it was annoying to me that people were like, oh my God. And then, then he like had an afro. Then they were at a barber shop. I was like, uh. So I, I was sampling all these Luke Cage podcasts, you know, like a few minutes of various shows. And I hit on Scenic Cast and I heard Kova and I was like, oh, good. Like, yeah. <laughs> they got this. <laughs> they got this. And so then I started listening. You know, I listened to all of those. And then I think Iron Fist was the next thing that was coming out at the time. And Aaron, you were on. I, I was on all of them. On all of those, yeah. And you had me cracking up because you were like, these fucking white lines doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> you hated Iron Fist. 
I liked Iron Fist. I hated this one thing they would do with the editing whenever they were looking at his past. Yeah. Like they chose past it. It was his... like a memory thing or something. Yeah. It blew. It um, was like pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. So, so really, what it was is, um, I found you all through Scenic Cast because I was, I listened to them all the time, and then I went to Comic Con. Which year was it? I get to go for super cheap because i am a librarian so i can apply for like the industry pass and pay way 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 less money so i had made it into like i was determined to go to the daredevil season three panel and i showed up an hour and a half early because they were having it at madison square garden because like the big events are over there so i was like, I'm just going to go early, whatever this Spider-Verse thing is. And I got in right as they were closing the doors to the Spider-Verse panel. And they were like, so, um, we're actually just going to show the first 35 minutes of the movie. How do you all feel about that? Just promise to not say anything. And so... I immediately messaged them and I was like, oh my god, I saw this all this stuff, I have to talk to you about it. And so... I went on Cinecast. So they're like, here, enjoy. Just please don't say shit. And the first thing you do is call a podcast and be like, I'm going to tell y'all everything I saw. <laughs> no, I, I didn't tell them everything. I was just like, this is going to be so cool. The animation style is so different. Like, it was so exhilarating in a way that I've never seen before. You know, I just wanted yeah. to, like, gush about it. And, you know, they would watch every fucking movie there is. So I just felt like... You know, they were my podcast boyfriends. And I was like, I have to tell you what I just experienced. Um, and that was the first time I was a guest on their show. And then I was a guest several more times. Nice. So I love those guys. I used to work with them. So I would just hang out. We would hang out every single day. Like I, yep. <laughs> so Steve used to have this little office. It was the best. Like it was, it was like a, it was what was like a storage room originally, but it had a window. So it was like an, um, exterior wall and so i would just go in and i would hide behind the door so if his boss came in the door would just open and i would be like i would just be behind it and then if he only it only happened twice and one time he just like stuck his head in was like hey i need um can you grab these files and he was like yeah yeah yeah. and the other time he walked in and then he walked over to steve's desk and as the door is closing i just like swished around it like a ninja and left (laughs) um but it was, yeah, yeah. It was I love them. I haven't them. been listening as much just because um, they've they've kind of been watching more films, mm. and um, I like you know I like slutty pop trash. So I haven't been watching all of like the serious mm-hmm. movies that they've really been keeping on top of. Um, and Kova gives you know. all of them an eight point five. <laughs> Everything is an eight point yep. five to Koba. <laughs> or Kenny will say seven point five low Koba. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, you know, um listening listening to that sort of family of bros you know seth has been on there i actually did i actually recorded with seth oh that's awesome and steve once he probably has no idea um but that was me (laughs) but we we talked about daredevil i think we talked about daredevil season three that's funny um when we did iron i think we had luke cage and we had iron fist like our podcasts were just called luke cage 
and the other one was just called Iron Fist. I think so because I I I was just like searching for something and I typed I just typed it in. Yeah, and we the that uh, I think it was Luke Cage that got us to like top five film and TV podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I think that's you know that's how I found it. So which is crazy, and then no one you know like <laughs> people listen and then they're like peace. <laughs> because <laughs> they did not like yeah. our opinions <laughs> yeah it took it took me a while to figure out like the f- kind of the format of how they had all of their shows set up i was like why are there so many episodes yeah you know like if you listen on um, soundcloud or whatever um yeah so i've fallen off on listening to them as much but hi steve hi koba hi kenny <laughs> if you're listening and uh you know the the world's closed up yeah about a about a year ago yeah um, it'll be tomorrow to day yeah tomorrow's like the day that i remember the 12th because i had to i had to get butthole surgery <laughs> so yeah. that i could not have more butthole surgeries so like the my doctor was like look i'm just gonna stuff a rubber band in there and just live off it for until <laughs> until the world opens back up and boy have i and i'm glad he did it was like He's a great doctor because he was like, I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't think you're going to want to come into a hospital, you know, for arbitrary. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So um, things, you know, things got really lonely. It's like, don't go out. Don't, you know, don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> don't go for a walk. Don't touch anything. Um, you know, stay at home. You know, I'm I'm a public librarian, so we closed because at first it was like well the mayor says we should stay open but then everyone started flipping out um and then the schools closed and everyone started flipping out times five yeah and uh then finally the libraries closed so um it was just like completely working from home you know shit was like very ghost town for a while and I was like, God, I'm so lonely. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I'm so lonely. And um, you had started, you guys had started s- streaming over the summer, I think it, it was. Yeah. yeah. And I, was I mean, like, oh, we, I love them. We'd been streaming here and there for a couple of years, especially Aaron. But I think over the summer when we, is when we realized, like, we literally can't do anything. Yeah. So we might as well. I saw and Nate, I was... and uh, you know him and I had lunch. It was the first time I had done anything, and it was, it was September, because I remember it was right before the wedding that I went to. Well, it was yeah, it was probably early September because um, I had a wedding in October that I officiated, and I Nate got COVID, and he had to tell me, and so I had been after more than two weeks since I had seen him, but it was like the week of the fucking wedding. So I, I just remember that time, but that was when he was like, you're playing video games anyways. Why not just stream it? It's like more content for your listeners yeah. and for, you know, like <laughs> he's like, people are desperate for content right now. Why not like interact with people? And I'm like, that's a good, totally. Yeah. That's a good point. I, you know, the like shit was just so tough over the summer too. You know, it was like, you know, there were so many more black people dying, black people getting shot, all these protests. It was, like, very spooky to try and, like, go out grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. We had a fucking citywide curfew. It was, like, lots of just New York was bad, too, right? It was on. 
for like a bit there was really bad and then florida was like hold my beer yeah <laughs> it was it was it was bad <laughs> hold my oxycontin yeah. i went you know my my friends and i went uh you know we were like it felt very illicit right to gather and like go grocery shopping but my friend had a car we drive sort of further out to this larger grocery store because there's more room to move around, but it's in sort of a racist area. <laughs> so like oh, no. Upstate. Three brown... <laughs> no, not upstate, but, like, three brown girls in a grocery store trying to <laughs> buy groceries. There's some very, very tense moments there. Um, there's actually one instance where we were going to try and order a pizza and just like take it away in the car and there's a blue lives matter flag up <laughs> in the back and we all just kind of like backed out of the space yeah, very like, slowly mm. <laughs> one of my friends had on a like a black black lives matter sweatshirt and my other friend i think had on a black girl magic face mask <laughs> Yeah, Maybe like and Crips we like, and Bloods type shit. Like, <laughs> we gang. Like bumped into these cops. Yeah, we went into the into the supermarket and we were like, okay, it's fine. And this is like, like high time of like when all of that stuff was very, very, sort of like inflamed nationwide. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> we went to the grocery store to try and just like breathe. Like it's okay, and. uh <laughs> my friend was but then you have to remember like don't breathe because you get sick <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean we had that we had the masks on but it was like when the arrows on the on the floor of the supermarkets everyone was still really strict about that yeah i was like no you like you can't walk down this aisle in this way mm-hmm. so i was in front of her <laughs> she was like 10 feet behind me and then there were two cops behind her and so I stopped to turn around to say, like, what are you doing? But I didn't want to backtrack in the aisle because people in, in the stop and shop would be like, hi, you, yeah, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> please walk around. Like, they would they would confront you. Did you ever scream you about your, your rights as an American to go whatever direction <laughs> you want? This is against my constitutional rights. No. It's right there that I could go whatever <laughs> fucking direction I want. I turned around and I didn't want to backtrack to her. So I just stood there. And there were two cops. It was one white cop, one black cop. <laughs> and they were both approaching her. The white guy was a little further in front. And so he passed her. And then the black cop started to pass her. And she turned to him and said, can I ask you a question? And I was oh, like, no. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> so the white cop stops. I'm frozen. But still, don't want to backtrack because I'm, like, panicking over the arrows. Um, and the, the black cop is like, yes. And she's like, could you do me a favor and reach this seltzer? I just can't get to it. <laughs> You're all like, oh, my God. <laughs> she's like, really? You got to ask the shortest guy here to try and get you the seltzer? <laughs> and he was the shorter cop out of the two cops. And... He was definitely the same height as both of us. And so then it was all really weird. She was like, thank you so much. Thank you. And then I was like, holy shit. I couldn't. I, I had no idea what you were going to say. And she was like, shut up. They can still hear you. It was like all very tense. How do you know that right. they weren't nice cops who will suck your dick? <laughs> Ma'am. So that was like the kind of the kind of like every other day or like every three days something 
like that would like be happening right when I would try to get out of the house. So um, a very long way to say um, I appreciated being able to like socialize from the safety of my home. Yeah. And it's like, oh, these dudes are familiar. Like, this is funny. I remember the first time that I was really like, I'm going to tune in. You were playing Dark Souls. <laughs> and you were in a sewer of some kind. Where there's like flesh blobs that you have to oh, stab. Oh, yeah, big yeah, rats. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get and I was depths. like, oh my god, it's the famous Dark Souls. I've never seen it played. And you were like, ha ha, just you wait. Uh, <laughs> and, and then, then I raged I, and then cried. I was, <laughs> I was like, don't <laughs> worry. I'll show you the ropes. And then I died. And I was like, fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were, I don't think you were like very nah. ragey then. Because I think you had just picked it up again as like a comforting... Like, oh, this is like a favorite piece of media. I'm gonna like play Honestly, this for a while because this is so much fun. Dark Souls doesn't get me. Like, it, very rarely, you know, like PvP shit will do it, right? Like, just getting invaded over and over again, whatever. But or like, certain bosses, go fight Nameless King. You know? What no, I mean? yeah, but I don't do. I I know you. You know, like Dark Souls is like home, right? It's yeah. Bloodborne got me bad, and fi- I, I've I don't think I've ever raged anything like I did Sekido. <laughs> Sekido, <laughs> Sekido broke me. You guys didn't yeah. even see the real rage. Like, you saw a broken, like, fuck me. Like, I hate my life. You know, like, why do I do this? It's like, the, I was raging like Jesse rages, where it's like, not even rage. It's just sadness. You're just like, Bad. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I wish I had, like, a sad tune on here. <laughs> here. <laughs> this is, yeah, it's, it is, uh, oh man, the fucking thing is really slow. God, it's just. That's all right. I sang it for them. Yeah, it's. <laughs> and then and then i beat then i beat it it was weird yep. I, I watch that sometimes because it's on our highlights it's like the first thing that shows up well it's the second thing it'll be whatever the last stream is and then that and i watch it and i'm like god it starts so sad i'm like i wish because it's me just like i wish you could just get like a little stronger like just do anything <laughs> Yeah, and it was, I started watching you more often, and it was fun. Um, I, I was, I think I was the only person watching when you beat Orenstein and Smo. You were. With one Estes left. Yeah, and it was <laughs> scary. I was like, oh, God, oh, yeah, my you got, God. You got a good memory. Yeah, she was there. Well, I, I remember, because I, like, I was starting to really feel invested. of like, oh, my God, he's on. Like, I have to see if he's going to, like, if he's going to beat this thing. Because, like, what the fuck else am I doing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, now I'm I'm working from home every other day, so sometimes I do have stuff that I'm working on, and I like to have things on as company. Well, I'll tell um, you, I also started watching a lot more streamers because you start to like run out of stuff, and then if you're like me, and I keep like a YouTube video on on my phone in the background, like I usually just put things that are just like people talking or whatever. Yeah. Um, you start to be like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> like, I don't want to put that on while I'm playing, so I'll. Now I have two yeah. monitors too. I just put, I throw a stream on the other monitor and I'll usually watch Wasteland or one of my friends, you know, whoever. But if not, there's like a couple of um, soul streamers I watch. There's this guy, Lil Aggie. He, um, he's a Sekido <laughs> streamer and he's like, dude, there are glitches in Sekido that are fucking crazy. There's a glitch near the beginning of the game where you can jump on a cliff. You know the the door that's to the right above the the chained ogre it you get to it later it's the other yes. door when you beat him and you go up you can go to the right and there's a door you and can you open can, 
Does it lead kind of where the underwater headless is? Yes. Okay, yeah. So he, you can jump around that wall, and then you, like, fall through the rocks, and you're swimming? <laughs> you just swim? And, like, you swim through the world? Like, you're in you're in rooms, it looks like, but you're just swimming? It's really crazy. So I watched Little Aggie, and then there's this girl, Kakums, who does... Um, Dark Souls, uh, she's doing like no hit runs and things that are, it's really fun to watch. Um, and then there was a German girl who was playing uh, Sekido. Ah, that's good. Yeah, and she's fucking great. She she was who helped me like get through um, the owl fight, I think. She was like, oh, you know, watch out when you see him drag his foot or whatever. I don't remember what it was, but it helped, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I also just toss on streamers and I, and I love Twitch. Um, when there's a new game and I'm like, I hear about it, right? And I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna like it or not, you know? Like, like then you watch someone yep. stream it. I watch them. Like mm-hmm. I saw that loot, loot castle or some dumb loot loop or some game that's out now that's like the top game. It looks like trash, but people were saying it's amazing, so I was like watching it. I'm like, this is really boring. Let's check it out. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, so I, didn't I mean, buy it. there's some games that you all play that I'm like. Ugh. I yeah, can't, I played you know? <laughs> I played Grim Dawn once, and you and one other person <laughs> came in and were like, "This is boring," and I was like, "Okay, well, that's that tells me this is not the game to play." <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, um, sometimes I'm like in in a mood. Yeah, you know, for a, I remember <laughs> you guys got so upset when I started watching James <laughs> playing like Valhalla. she left us. And I was like, yes, I fucking love Vikings. I love Viking stuff. Big, you know, big time boner. Love all of that sort of Norse. And um, so I was watching that a lot. The other <laughs> day. Was like, oh, oh, she's in this stream. <laughs> it was, he's also kind of a Viking. It was Jesse like that figured it out. He, he messaged me and was like, Moon Witch has betrayed us. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, but I'm not. Um, no, we're not even streaming. Fun. It's not like like because I do what you would do, and I would just I just open multiple windows and mute everybody, but I give them a view. You know what I mean? Like I just mm-hmm. yeah. everyone yeah. a view. But yeah, um, and I, that was when I you know work was a little a little less demanding than it is now, so I could like have Seth on and James on and mm-hmm. you on and talk to all of you, you know, and then Nana comes on and, um, well, I'm yeah. glad so, Nana's getting his shit like worked fun, out. It's a fun community, you know? So like anyone who's listening or who's been a regular listener for a really long time, um, just check them out on, on Twitch. They say it all the time. Right. And yep. there was just one time where I happened to do it and it just so happened to be really early into their into their serious twitch life (laughs) i got a green screen now baby i'm pro even though you can see it the only one of the only viewers would you say you're one of our only fans (laughs) 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 which i also stream on but it's it's a different type of it's mostly a yellow stream. I just piss all over my different, different content. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking so there's an MMO that I um I backed uh a, a long time ago, like five years ago. About pissing? No. <laughs> it's just an MMO, like a mastery multiplayer <laughs> online game that's Where coming is this out. Going? Um well so they the developers, it's a it's a it's a crowdfunded game. They have some um investors, but they're not backed by a studio. And they're they're big they're, they're they're people that have 
industry experience. They're not like me and Jesse making a game, you know? Jesse it was, and I. <laughs> it's not like me making a game. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's not like I making a game, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it's not like me and Jesse working on a game, right? So um, it, it was headed by Brad uh, McQuaid, who was one of the lead, uh, who's the creative director and lead designer of EverQuest, my favorite MMO. Oh, yeah, you can talk about this. So anyways... I thought about reaching out to those guys because they'll do interviews. Like they they've done interviews with like uh this there's um there's this YouTube channel that's called like Disparate Worlds. And they you know, they get like maybe fifty views a video, but they've had the creative director on, you know, like they've had these guys on to interview. But then I'm like, if they just listen to one episode, they're gonna hear us talking about my mom getting her fucking pussy eaten and they're gonna be yeah. like maybe not the that's not the podcast. Talk, you guys talking about your dicks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you not? know what? We we were never here to fucking, you know, interview people. It's not what this is about. But I just thought like that would be a fun thing to do. But then I'm like, hmm, I can't. They're just gonna fucking <laughs> just gonna go back and hear me talking about pissing all over myself on my only yeah. chance. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, the life we live, man. Hey, listen, we keeps it real. We keeps it one hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's what's and... funny. We were talking about how um, similar to what you were saying, Moon, which we we um, played this game Hellpoint with our buddy Peoples, and he, he was he's just you know a listener, not just he's a, he was just a listener at the time, and then he the he reached out. He had added us because you know we always say add us on PSN or whatever. He added Jesse and was like, "Hey, I got Hellpoint. Can I play?" And Jesse was like, "Sure." And so we... no, I think he just jumped in on chat with us. Maybe. We were playing, and he hit me up, and he was like, "And yeah, because you and I were doing." Oh, you're right. Uh, you and I were doing co-op, and he just jumped in the chat, and we got to meet. Yeah, he we just jumped in. What's up? Que lo que loco? Yeah. And we just started talking. It was fun. Dude. And he was like, <laughs> "It's just funny," because he was like. Wait, you guys just this is actually just how you talk to each other. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't that's, do that's anything so much fun, yeah. Well, and and that's what we always set out for the show to be. When 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 nerd porn started, I didn't even know Tony. He was a dude on a nerd's page, like a nerd set nerd central on Facebook. He was just in a nerd group with me yeah. and he was friends with my ex-girlfriend. Um and he had posted like, "Hey, does anyone want to do a podcast to talk about video games and movies?" And I was like, "Sure." And I had already done sure. <laughs> a podcast uh, for like a year or two. I did this show called Party Squad, um, and that show was wild. It was me and my friend Letterman. Just we, there was no point. It was just us talking shit, and it was mostly like, "Let's have a radio show." That was the idea at the time. It was like, "Let's just have a morning zoo show, but minus all the sound effects and news or whatever, you know, and like traffic." Yeah. Just talk shit. Talk about whatever we want. So I was like, yeah, I've already done one. So I know a little bit about hosting. I know about recording, whatever. So uh, we we started and we just started with like one mic in the middle of a table and it sounded like fucking ass. And then on episode three, Jesse came on, who was friends yeah. with Tony from <laughs> Fight Nights. I had known him for a couple of years. Man, the way the web of the way that the world works is so strange because the only reason I know Tony is because he dated a girl once, I won't say her name, who was part of the same religion I was in. So I knew her and I saw her online and I was like mutual friends with her and saw she was dating a guy, Tony, who was into video games and I was into video games. And then they were having a game night and I had never hung out with this chick before or this girl before. 
but they're having this game night and it's it's her tony clay drew and Damn. at the time drew's girlfriend and we play um board games it's like a, some sort of pictionary uh type of um charades game and that's when i met tony and like clay and drew and shit and then you know tony's like i like street fighter and if anybody says that to me i'm like oh come kiss me you know what i mean like let's we're fr- <laughs> like let's, we're friends now. he tells him what's your favorite cartoon show it to me yeah what's your favorite <laughs> cartoon movie uh it's a goofy movie jesse you um, know by the way that show it to me is from our after fight conversation right like that came from us after we were oh fighting, that's we why said, i don't yeah, remember yeah, it yeah because i was gone because you were talking about but, um <laughs> you were talking about just walking up to your you know girlfriend or whoever you're with and you're oh. like sometimes i'll just pull my dick out it's <laughs> just be like show it to me <laughs> and i was like show what and you were like i don't know i let them choose <laughs> <laughs> oh god thanks for putting that out there bud <laughs> it's funny we've been saying it so why not right no i know Listen, no it's funny it's funny they no, know about it's, no, you know i can i can say what it, it's kind of that that we're, we're uh stemming off but um oh see i don't know we if were, i want to say this because it's a little bit we were stemming I, off that i'm I, not sexually aggressive well we yeah, were talking about Aaron's how different not, we are yeah he said he's not very like he's not gonna like like insinuate the moment he's not the aggressor and i'm like oh if i'm in a committed relationship and i live with a woman i might just walk up and be like <laughs> you know what i mean like that's but obviously this you did it in the know, cancel me boys to cancel me cancel me so yeah. i can become right wing um <laughs> so, no but like <laughs> obviously they would understand and know the temperature of my um intimacy climate of course we were talking about to, your yeah so that's what we were talking about what, that but yeah so no that's how i met tony wait pause and rewind mm-hmm. the temperature of my intimacy climate <laughs> yeah that's a <laughs> really I, janky. I just wanted to repeat that it's a really but nice... do you get what it kind of means yeah <laughs> intent yours is humid <laughs> it means Jesse's intimacy. Gauge your intent. Yeah, Jesse's intimacy <laughs> climate is muggy, humid. <laughs> it's like being in the Moist. Everglades, bitch. You getting bit by mosquitoes? <laughs> you having a shitty time with your family? Looking at some raggedy ass alligators getting bit by mosquitoes? <laughs> oh my god, this is so. Oh god, you know life. how many stupid inside jokes that you guys have <laughs> that means I can only have them with myself <laughs> <laughs> or like for so long I like couldn't say it to anyone else <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm like I can't repeat this and say it to somebody else you know I've there are like times when I've tried hey advice then, don't do it it's like <laughs> built upon it's built upon two years of of like just off the rails podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> and try to explain all these things. Bro, Keith is Keith's so far removed from us now. He 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 bought a bus. We miss you, Keith. He bought a bus? He just bought a school bus. He bought a school I thought you were gonna say like a van. He bought a bus? A yeah, bus? I, I hope he converts it into like an RV. You know, like that's the thing now. They're He's making gonna these, do like, some crazy shit. It's gonna be like that. a gamer bus. It's just oh, it, it's just weird because I'm like I'm like bro where do you go? 
Listen, I only say that because I'm fucking sad and jealous and I can't afford it, so no hate. I love you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm happy he's, that I'm sitting here in my bedroom. working on his vehicles. Yeah. Yeah, so um, blah, blah, oh, blah. Really, started, well, really quick uh, to, um, to end that last point is, um, so yeah, so I met Tony, then three years later oh, right. I, I moved out and um, Tony was living near me and then he started doing this podcast and two episodes in, I joined them because he knew that I knew about game stuff. And I, I said this last episode is I heard him talking about Final Fight for 30 minutes and calling it Double Dragon. And I was like, like you, you, that's like talking about Guns N' Roses and calling them Metallica. Like, I can't let this happen. And then thus became, you know, the never-ending turmoil of me being on and off and on and off. And then here we are today. But... Yeah. Ooh, about also, it. Jesse, I wanted to tell you something. I'm just going to a single host now. <laughs> and the next yeah. week you hear me and I'm like, Moonwitch is joining forever. And you're like, you <laughs> motherfucker. I wouldn't be surprised. It's yeah, okay. No, I, mean, I, I always have you. Uh, one, uh, one time I was watching James um, probably in the Valhalla days. And my friend had called. And she was like, who is that? And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. And she was like, is there a guy talking? I was like, yeah, that's James. She was like, is there a boy in your room? James, who's in your house right now? Do you have a guy over? I was like, no, 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 Kentucky James. And she was like, oh, because I would, you know, every now and then I would like mention some kind of thing you know because all of you you, you don't only talk about games when you're streaming. yeah 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 uh, you talk about other things and if i'm the only one in the chat then it means it's a conversation mm-hmm. yeah definitely um you know with me <laughs> or you know maybe it's a conversation with like me and nana and one of you um and i was like oh yeah james and she was like who the fuck is james and so i had to be like Oh, this guy, he's a streamer, and da, da da da. And she was like, What? Where does he? And I was like, Kentucky James. She's like, Oh, oh, oh. So now she's You should have like, just said, You should have said, Bitch, let me hang up real quick, get this dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, one time I was like, Here, you know, here's a link. And I think she watched part of it. She was like, Girl, how are you watching this? And I was like, <laughs> What do you mean? He's so nice, and he's so... and she was like, exactly. <laughs> she was like, how? Why are you torturing yourself? <laughs> I was like, it's not torture. Like he's so sweet, and she was like, yeah, no. She was like, I would not be able to watch that. I was like, oh, okay. Send her my way. <laughs> like, I'll change her mind. I'll make her mad at me. It'll turn into. Bitch, how do you watch this? <laughs> well, she was like, it it hurts my heart to watch that and to know that he's a married man. I can't oh, stand that's it. Not a compliment, he is I really mean, sweet. listen, James he's could so, he's so sweet. Yeah. James could get it. James could get it. He got a new dog and named her Anna because his wife loves frozen. And she was like, Oof. Stop talking to me about this dude. <laughs> Oof. Oof, you lost me. If I was if my wife was like, I love frozen, I'd be like, Well, uh, I'm freezing our well, assets because we're getting a divorce. Frozen. <laughs> it's not about frozen. It's about like, oh, like you love this and I love it's, you. No, so like, I know. let's do this I thing. Know, I know. Well, I don't I mean, like Kelsey like things. That's in this house, we only like what I like. 
<laughs> that's like you you you're supposed to be saying that in the in the New York sexist dude voice. Oh yeah. I don't let <laughs> this fuck I don't let this bitch like shit over here. Oh you like your little YouTube videos? You only listen to my fucking podcast. So you watch fucking Dark Souls, okay? Why do you think she always doing the makeup with the beauty shit? I told you you better look pretty when you come to bed. <laughs> I wanna wake up and look and you gotta look like fucking Kate Hudson in how to lose a guy in ten days when I roll over. But you're never gonna lose me because you ain't going nowhere. Oh my god, it's so, so you know it's funny. That, like no, I like no people. Like that. We were talking. Uh, well, so Kelsey and I were telling my sister today about um her her niece stayed with us um for a couple months at the beginning of the pandemic. She had to fly back from Australia, and it was a rush thing. This heifer, <laughs> and I say that she's who's the heifer? Wait, which one did I just like? You said it with an er too. That's a hard yeah. <laughs> Well, I like Hard to say that because she's who's the heifer, the niece or the or the or the mom, the niece. But she's super oh, okay. fit. It's fun to say it because she's super. She works out a lot. That's she's true. very fit, and she and yeah, she's does cool. She wears Doc Martens. She's a pretty. She's, she's a cool badass. until she tells yeah, everyone I mean, I'm a I, fucking abusive I know husband. You're using the word in, yeah. Turns out she fucking told Kelsey's other niece, who's like innocent and nice. That I'm like abusive and I don't let Kelsey make decisions on her because one time she went what? to the grocery store and I had she you know when we go to the store we'll usually text each other like hey I'm going to Publix do you need anything and so I must have said I wanted like kickstarts or one of you know some some drink or something I wanted and she forgot the flavor and was like oh, let me call him I can't remember which flavor he wants and she was like just make the choice you choose and she's like but I want to get the right one and she's like why are you scared and she's like I'm I'm not scared he just asked me for a specific time and so she told her other niece that I'm like controlling and luckily her niece knows me I'm like I'm the most beta husband you can possibly get <laughs> bitch I cook every night and most nights I also do the dishes do you understand good she gets a honey she says honey I'm home and I've already got dinner ready for her okay <laughs> I was like how dare you you lived with us you could see I'm the least controlling person there's ever been. <laughs> yeah. Like it, to the point where sometimes I have little like talks with him where I'm like just making sure like, hey, man, your balls are OK still. <laughs> like, are you OK? And he's like, yeah, man, I'm kind of beta. It's OK. And I'm like, you're OK with it? Like, you know, it doesn't mean you have to like DDT her when you wake up. But like, you know, come, sometimes, you know, do you want a steak that night? Like, hey, you want to know you want to <laughs> know what that means? for me is the the way that i live in my marriage and in my life is i treat her how i want to be treated i leave her the fuck alone yeah. to do what she wants to do <laughs> and then like if she's working you know whatever like she cooked the other night because i was running like i went for my run and she was off so she cooked and then i did dishes you know like but if i know if she's having a shit ass day i just make dinner i'm fucking here <laughs> you know like yeah i i try to do the things to make her life easier and if that makes me beta, then YOLO, baby. I don't give a fuck. I'm the least masculine person there's ever been in the history yeah, no, of the world. Yeah, no, that doesn't make you beta. Because even good, I, I prefer good people. Shout yeah. out to all the married listeners, all yeah. the married members of the nerds. And family. you already know Wasteland's burly ass with his beard is the sweetest husband of all time. <laughs> oh, he definitely is. <laughs> you know he's like, baby, let me rub your feet. Oh, you look like you had a rough day. Yeah, I, he was a, a he was a all of you are sweethearts, honestly. Oh, I have to um, big shout out to Micah from the Blurds. Um, 
mrich58. There's an underscore in there somewhere. <laughs> um, I will have to look it up. Yeah, but, Blurs are Us. Um, definitely check them out. UK yeah, podcast, he, um, he was streaming during the NFL playoffs. Um, just because he's like very sporty McSport. He loves playing sports games, doing sports commentary, doing like football club manager nana does that too and i try to understand it and i don't understand what they're doing i'm like oh so you're playing games they're like no we're managing the team yeah it's like so it's like fantasy football and they're like no it's fantasy management yeah (laughs) i don't know what that is you're like yeah that's you know what's funny it's 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 really just um a way to disguise people uh, to do math it really is it's it's like fun math yeah so if you're if you're into football he was um he was watching the NFL playoffs, Micah, and um streaming his reaction. And I was home, I had been out, and then I was like, Oh, I have really bad cramps, like ow, like I have really bad God, I have such bad period cramps. I have really and then it turned into I couldn't move or speak. Or, like, open my mouth to try and cry because I was in such pain. And I was listening to his stream in the background of, like, my frozen, like, my frozen rictus of pain. Um, And I was finally able to, like, text a friend. And she was like, you need to go to the hospital. Ended up having to call 911. Because, turns out, had a burst ovarian cyst. Went to the hospital. They found another one on the other side, size of a baseball. Had to have oh, emergency no. surgery. Yeah. So that's like for a while while I wasn't watching because I was like, you mm-hmm. guys are making me laugh too much. <laughs> it, yeah. It was hurt. You know, it was hurting my abdomen. But um, you know, big, 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 big shout out to Micah. And just like any streamer, you never know who is listening to you when you're streaming. Like I wasn't talking to him after a while just because i couldn't like i couldn't move to even like touch my phone that was next to me because i like i just was unable to um and you know so i sent him a message afterwards <laughs> like i you know i appreciate you so much for just like existing on the internet for me for for that hour and a half you know because yeah. like i was alone but i wasn't alone so it's very um you know, it's so nice to just, like, have a streamer on, you know? Like, it's not like I could type to him because I just wasn't able to, but I knew that it, if I could, I, you know, he would have read it and answered it. And, like, yeah, he lives in the UK. It's not like he's going to come over and help me, but it's just, like, knowing someone else is live on the other end of something um, is really helpful. You know, it's it's a different way to sort of, like, connect with somebody even if you feel like oh i'm too shy i don't want to comment like it's just nice it's nice to have company that's alive yeah yeah Um, and i've heard so you know i I wrote to him and i was like thank you so much and he was like oh no problem and i was like i don't think you understand how much that meant to me though you know Mm -hmm. i had a friend or i have a friend who's had that same thing happen and it's yeah apparently very very you know i say apparently because i don't have ovaries i'm not you know I, yep. I can't speak to it it's apparently very 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 fucking painful yeah it's my, scary. Uh, it was the most pain i'd ever experienced ever in my life but they were like 
yeah, you have endometriosis, had no idea. They were like, did you not realize <laughs> that you have this? And I was like, no, I knew I always had bad periods, but like I didn't. So yeah, so timestamp, folks, it's medical talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> medical talk. Warning. You want to hear the um, blunder of all blunders that I had with an ex oh, no. a long time ago? This <laughs> is a piece of fucking shit I am. Uh, I had an ex who, you know, had bad periods or whatever. And every time she'd just be such an asshole to me. And I, I'm, I'm nice. I would try to help, you know, and it was just like miserable. And then one time she was just being an asshole. I'm like, you're being an asshole. And she was like, I have bad periods. I'm like, they happen every fucking month. Are you not used to them yet? <laughs> nope. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, bruh, it's the same shit every time. <laughs> it's horrible. Though. But listen, I, mean, I know but that's that... like saying like you and I suffer from like not and, so much fun in the bathroom. And it's, yeah, it's like is why it's so hard, and it's why so many people. Well, no. you know they complain I recognize to a doctor that for sure and they say like I'm in pain you know I, I learned that it's an average of 10 years that Oof. women get a diagnosis for endometriosis because they just don't know yeah well I, I just so you guys all know pain I don't think don't that now believed. but I was like 20 you know I was like 22 yeah. I, I was just like yeah you wouldn't know what, I, what my mindset was like as a person as a human being I don't have periods you know mm-hmm. luckily but I have fucking blood out of my butthole all the time so i get it you know like it's i understand the uncomfortableness and the awkwardness of having a maxi pad or a tampon or whatever because i have a fucking pad in every day but i don't know the pain so yeah i was was just thinking explain it to some uh, one of my guy friends (laughs) so what i was thinking is like i was on the floor once at work I was lying on the floor in the dark in our program room. He's a security guard and he was walking by and he was like, Oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> he was like, You want to okay. try again? Are you okay? What's the matter? And I was like, Well, do you want to know? And he was like, You're on the floor. What's wrong? And I was like, It's my period. And he was like, Oh, yeah, I've heard that's really bad. So as I'm in the emergency room and they're like, Are your periods bad? And I was like, Well, this one time. And the doctor was like, Yeah, that's not normal (laughs) to be lying on the floor in pain at work. And I was like, Well, I have to go to work because of sick time. And she's like, No, but like you shouldn't even have that level of pain. So um, you know, everyone listening. You know, you live with a roommate or a partner, girlfriend, whatever, and they double over in extreme abdominal pain and they can't talk. Like you can't breathe or move or talk. Could be a burst ovarian cyst. Go to the hospital as soon as you can. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Because there's stuff inside that and it all starts to leak into your body cavity. Yeah. And it could seep into your stomach and make you really nauseous. Um, I had no idea I had something the size of a baseball in there. You know? Yeah, it's like um like Mike's girlfriend of four years, my last relationship I just ended a year ago, uh I has been suffering for was suffering with that for years. And it, it sucked to have to like to like, you know, have to see her go through that because you can't there's not like a oh, just take two of these and call me in the morning. Like no. it's it's something not you really I mean you kind of have to live with it, but also there obviously are things you can do, yada, 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 whatever. I don't know. 
Yeah, but, I just um, learned actually. I just learned that this is it's Endometriosis Awareness Month. Oh, so, really? Yeah, I was like, oh. oh. Well, <laughs> and I always I felt I bad because read up I, on this thing. I don't realize. I, I, didn't I always I felt bad because I was always like, oh, why is she always just not feeling good? Because <laughs> yeah. she'd like always text me like you know like late at night or for me it'd be late at night, but for her it'd be early because my ass goes to bed at like seven in the morning. Yeah, and she texts me like, "Hey," and I'm like, "How you doing? Just woke up, not feeling too well." And I'd be like, "Ugh, again with the not feeling too well, jeez." <laughs> and it's just like, it's like it's... making it about me, but it's like, no, <laughs> like, dude, it's a, like. So let me let me just it's say this: so hard, and you just you just don't know because, you know, sex ed and health is class is like not great. I'm playing Street right. Fighter right now. Don't tell me how bad you feel. Well, you also, <laughs> also, no one tells. You just don't uh, learn. No one talks about it, right? Like it's yeah. this taboo topic, and it's fucking. Who gives a shit? Like it's not something to avoid. But also, if you're a dude in your early twenties and you recognize that no girls your age date guys your age, it's because you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. <laughs> 20 year old yeah, dudes are true. fucking trash. I was an unfuckable <laughs> piece of shit. And somehow, somewhere, some mentally unstable lady who just apparently had a, a streak. Someone still chose you. Someone was still like, yeah, this guy. I was a fucking idiot. And so, yeah, that's that was the. I but remember. also, like, she probably didn't push back on that because, like, we have to hear that. I mean, she also that. was cheating on me, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was just like, she was like, oh, I'm about to go get me some other dick because yeah, you are but, like, fucking the level, dumb. Like, if you want to get really real, 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 like the level of pain that I was constantly dealing with that I just, I just didn't know. Um, and I learned later on that their textbook symptoms. Of endometriosis hashtag endometriosis awareness month correct um so like already you get like horrific cramps so where it's like oh no i have food poisoning and i have extreme diarrhea and oh my god uh, like that level of cramp but like sustained also cervical contractions and throbbing which like sorry about it but imagine like an angry squid mouth right (laughs) (laughs) it's okay we love love bloodborne bring it on (laughs) yes remember when i was super high and i wrote to you guys i was like bloodborne is happening to me (laughs) (laughs) she had rom's mouth bro rom's mouth yeah, so um, you know, angry, angry kraken, also, and then rectal stabs, like like stabbing rectal pain. So like, oh, imagine there. you're trying to like poop out a double, like a double ended blade. Oof. Yeah, we we know that life. Yeah, we. Do. And I just thought Everyone it was, it I just thought it was normal. Shit. I know it because of it's. Mostly because of the way that I live, damaging no, myself. No, this thing doesn't. Yeah, hurt. it's terrible. This thing, this shit don't hurt at all. But I've, I mean, I've had you actual know? pains in but like, my e- butthole every every month for twenty years, and like I didn't know. Like I didn't even know what endometriosis was. Like, do you? Do either of you know what it is? Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm just assuming it's um, it's um, basically the um, ovarian cysts, but the whatever the major form of the disease is called 
I know some about it. Like, because do they my... just show up on their own, or does I mean not every ovarian cyst means endometriosis, or or what? I don't know. Yeah, I guess I, I don't. A, I had a fancy one called an endometrioma. Okay. So don't that's the name it. of the disease. I'm not gonna, unless you want to. That's a uh, that's a reference but for you, Jesse. The other name mm-hmm. of it is uh, a chocolate cyst. Because of what's inside it, (laughs) looks like chocolate sauce. (laughs) So imagine like a big jawbreaker covered in chocolate sauce. Yeah, gross. But um, endometriosis is the uterine lining. Instead of growing on the inside of the uterus, it grows on the outside of the uterus. That's how you know God doesn't exist. Why the fuck does that make any sense? They're like little well, raisin blobs, right, of like uterine tissue that are all inside your body, like all over your other organs. And so every month when it's like, hey, uterus, time to bleed, all those other little lesions are like, right, I'm a uterus, time to bleed, except it's on your intestine, it's on your stomach, it's on your bladder, it's on, you know, it's on everything else. And so that means you're in extreme amounts of pain every month. Because more of your body is bleeding and reacting than it's supposed to. Um, yeah, so it is medical time. I have a stupid question. So can they do this? So if if someone has the the ability or I guess the God, come on, be better with words, bro. The the the, the, the more more chance of this happening of something like that. Can they do something where they say, Hey, fuck it? Um Pull all of the eggs out so this thing doesn't happen anymore, everyone. Yeah, bro. Can you stop somebody from? Can you just? Re- but isn't that a? It's a well, hysterectomy, you brother. Know, IUD. Hysterectomy. Well, yeah. There's partial hysterectomy, which is they just take the ovaries, and there's total hysterectomy where they take the ovaries and the uterus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's only like extreme, 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 extreme. But where, that's like, like cutting somebody's pain. ball bag off. As opposed yeah. to just doing as a, a vasectomy. Because there's no way to stop it. Dog, like, ain't nobody cut my fucking ball bag off. Let me tell you something. <laughs> they tried it with a fucking chainsaw. This shit fucking You can take broke. the balls out, but leave the bag. <laughs> leave the fucking... Hey, I want to look like a fucking... I want to look like a neuter dog. I want a little hanging purse of fucking flesh. Down I mean, people, people have that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, or I like, do. You know, That's because I'm a beta. <laughs> and then that means you're left with only one. My my wife may work at a Veda, but she married a Beta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> so that that was a, a lot of medical talk, but this is like you know kind of what I've been going through lately. Because also during the surgery that I had, the way I was lying on the operating table pinched a nerve in my back. Oof! So now oh, I no. have out of control nerve pain. And that's just bullshit. That just could happen to anybody. You Bro, lay the they, wrong way, you fuck yourself up. Did they drug yeah. you up before they wheeled you in there, or were they like, "Let's wheel you in"? Because I've had asshole surgeries and tailbone surgeries. I've had all these ones, and every time it's different. Like my newest doctor, like, and the last one for all this butthole stuff, they're like pretty chill. They like put me out as I'm being wheeled up. You know, like the the person like gives you the little shot, and they're like, "All right." Good night, asshole. And then you go to bed. The, <laughs> the first time for my tailbone. And then bro. you say, "What about me? Go have say good night to me too." The first time for my tailbone. Get it? Cause good night, asshole. It. 
mm-hmm. for my tailbone <laughs> though they wheeled me into the operating room into the theater like the actual cold ass <laughs> operating yeah. theater and then they were like why is it always so cold because well, they're naked they were like hey uh <laughs> we're, we're gonna need you to roll over and i was like and like onto this table with your fucking butt in the air and it was three like really pretty <laughs> <laughs> they're nurses. always pretty <laughs> and i was like i was like listen i'm sorry for what you guys are about to see because it's about to get gruesome and they were like this is our job i'm like yeah but it's not it's our job i was yeah. like you see this shit every day but it's not my asshole so now you're gonna see my asshole in the back of my fucking, i might run into you at starbucks What's you're gonna fun? see the back of my fucking ball bag and my fucking dick okay i'm not here for you to see this shit unless you pay me you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh but I had to roll my ass over, and then I was just ass up. I was just face down, ass up, while this lady stuck a mask, and I fucking had to count back from ten, and I was asleep by seven. Yeah, no, that you know, it was all very like very relaxed. But um, yeah, I saw a neurologist, and she was like, "I think it's the position that you were in during surgery that um, you know, you were lying, in a, you know, you were pinching a nerve." Oof. So, so now, yeah, I was trying to watch Jesse the other night and I, cause like the painkillers they've been giving me are not working, which is really frustrating. Oh, um, I thought you meant that you were just too high to be watching such madness. No, but I, then I, I took one that did work finally. Yeah, cause I was playing Fist of the North Star and there were just like and it was bodies freaky, exploding. Yeah. <laughs> and just super buff dudes. Like, it's, it's just, it's body horror. Oh, they're talking yeah. so much and then they're yelling <laughs> and i was like i'm so sorry i can't watch this yeah that watch. game is just straight up body horror it's so but violent. i was i was freaking out at the time because i also felt like if i laid down i would spin in a spiral like down a drain and like my bed would suck me into a vortex <laughs> that's when you're too yeah well, if you're too drunk and you try to lay down you'll spin around till you throw up and choke on it so i was so like you- I- have to sit up i can't lay down yet i have to sit up so i'll just watch jesse but then that was freaking <laughs> freaking yeah. out. i wish i still would had I have, the until the I end have... drop so i could fucking put my straight edge music on hence why i don't take none of my painkillers ever what i have found is the best thing when you can't lay back because the room is spinning in my opinion the best position is is it's it's a semi fetal it's on your knees and I'll either, like, honestly, the toilet is the best one. Kneel in front of a toilet, put your hands on it, rest your head on it. But in fear in a bed, just kneel like you're kneeling and then put your hands on your pillow and boom, like, put your head down. So you're, <laughs> this, uh, that this sounds always horrible. for me balances out. That's like um, crying position. But like, yes. But, but what it does is it if you lay back, you'll spin, get nauseous, and you'll feel terrible. But if I kneel and put like my two hands in front of me on a pillow and my forehead on my hands that can usually neutralize and hopefully i can just eventually pass out but i've spent hours in that position in the past if you're feeling like if anyone out there like you drink too much and you feel nauseous you're gonna throw up just kneel put your like cross your two hands together and put your head on it like you're putting your head down on a table for like in high school or in school like you're trying to sleep on a table just kneel and do that and get semi-fetal, but it can't be on your side or on your back. You want to know how that yeah. never happens? 
just stop drinking like I did. I started throwing up all the time, and I was like, this shit is whack. And then I was like, yeah, dude, but you stopped at a different age. It's, it's just like super easy to do it cold turkey. Yeah, bro. I was like, uh, I'm not <laughs> having no, fun. We're also really young, dude. Like, it's it's different. And it's I different, get into yeah. It, it's it very different. different. Like, I'm 36 shit, years old, and I've lived this life. And you strong. It's you a different thing, it. and I know that we make fun and laugh about it, but it's not a game. Like, it sucks. No, you quit. You Listen, bro, you have proven I quit to for two weeks two years ago. And you did it. And it was no problem. And then you were like, I think I'm having me a drink. And I was like, don't. Because then you'll start drinking again. And you're like, nah, I can have just one. And then you, you started again. I'm like, bro, you just it's proved just, that you could do it. We're not going to solve alcoholism in three minutes. Big medical tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Timestamp. Any ism to me, because I'm a straight edge warrior, is like, I just stopped. <laughs> just, I just stopped I it. I know. The only thing but, I wonder is if I could just stop playing video games, you know. <laughs> but what would I do? Why would just you? Be so just sad. Just, just actually, Sekiro, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, technically, you could like technically like if you could if you if if there was something better you could be doing with your time than video games, then that would be a good thing. Working out, um, ro- massaging your dog. Uh, learning how to make Ooh. shoes. You can learn how to make shoes. Like, well, when you know, I was doing tates and stuff, like when when I was filming every week, you know, and doing stuff. Like if I have stuff to do, I it's, it's I'm not addicted to video games. They're just my preferred pastime. You know what I mean? Hashtag welcome to yeah. tates. Yeah. Yes. I even though tates hates it, I sent <laughs> I sent Nate an idea I had the other day. I was walking Lulu, and I just thought I'm gonna write. A welcome to Tate's holiday special, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be called a very Larry Christmas. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I sent him the whole idea. I had the whole thing. I started writing it, and then I was like, oh, "I got to get to work," because <laughs> it was like my <laughs> lunch break. And then I was like, "It was my end of lunch." W A L K. And I was thinking, I'm like, "That's funny." And I came up with the whole idea. And then I was like, "How cool would it be to just drop that on the welcome to Tate's Facebook?" We don't have to film any of it at Tate's. <laughs> we just use the character <laughs> of Larry. Yeah. And oh Deadpool's the only one I need. Um Isn't that the guy though? So no. Tate is the is Tate. <laughs> Tate owns Tate's comics. And we but had a fictionalized. I mean, like, you, don't, you don't have to get into it, but I, I don't know why I thought it was like Larry Tate. No, 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 no. So Tate is Tate Otati. He's uh he's the owner of of Tate's comics. Um and he and lives Bird and Bear. in Bird and Bear <clears throat> Boutique. And he lives in New York now, but he was not a fan of Welcome to Tate because he did not like the um, portrayal of fictional Tate in the show. <laughs> so, and he wouldn't care. I mean, I don't, I truly don't think he would even know if we filmed at the store, but we don't really know anybody who works there anymore. We, it, we just wouldn't have the access we had, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the community's and, kind of di- All the social communities have kind of died out. Yeah, and we have no real like we had some ideas for a second season. Like there was a really good idea we had, but it, it it's not as timely anymore. Um and you know, we we've given up on it, but I just thought how funny would it be to just make like a 10-minute short film, <laughs> just put it out on Welcome to Tate's Facebook and YouTube and never talk about it or do anything, you know, like just shoot a stupid thing for fun, you know? put it together have you know have like a random tate's holiday special that didn't even have tates in it <laughs> that'd be fun that'd be really great 
Yeah. It was just going to be. You'd have to film it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. It was just going to be a ghost of future past present, you know, or ghost of Christmas future past present, whatever. Um, ghost of future past. Yeah. Ghost of future past, the new X Men movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, why don't I we? I want to be mindful of your of your time. Yeah, we can. We so we've got some uh, Facebook comments to go through, and we do have a little bit of news. So this is an off the a, a couple of game trailers that came out. You know, we should you know talk couple about and little, then, yeah, a couple questions. Got a couple little fruity game trailers. To <laughs> and I, I know I have to answer a pencil question. So yeah, there's a, we got a couple of questions. People are stoked about books. We. I'm a big reader. Uh, Jesse's not a reader. Um, I don't read. I don't know how to read. I read for pleasure. I love reading. Always have. Um, I'm kidding. I'm actually pretty good at reading. When I'm streaming and I'm reading the dialogue, I actually yeah, take pride in how fast can I can read. Dialogue, it. baby. You read a lot. Yeah, Just like reading. when I'm reading the the dialogue and stuff, I read it. I, I I try to read it fast and eloquently <laughs> just to show you my chops because I do love words. Honestly, I, uh, Jesse, me too. A lot. <laughs> you as well do love words too, bro. i do love words a lot like that's what i wanted to be like when i was like yeah was we know you're a wordsmith when i wanted it of like... intimacy <laughs> yes the so, temperature yes, like of my intimacy. the temperature of my intimacy climate <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck i said oh god <laughs> go ahead <laughs> So I'm just going to, I'll run through a little bit of the news. We didn't have a lot going on. But, yeah, we um, had a couple of trailers. We had some Ninja Turtles, some Aliens, and something else. Yeah, so Alien Fireteam got announced, I believe, last week after the, or last weekend. Um, yes. Which is like a uh, Alien, you know, the Alien film universe, but it's like a Gears of War style third person shooter. Is it co-op? So here's the deal. So you should look it up and see just what the gameplay kind of looks like. It's basically looking to be a team PvE style game uh, where you're fighting aliens, and that's really awesome. I'm sure there's going to be more things. I don't look into all of it. I'm sure they'll probably put some PvP in there. But it looks like it plays a little... It, it looks like Alien slash Gears a little bit. Not the Gears um, art style, but it's definitely looking awesome. looks very cool. It will... I believe feature Ripley. I believe, Bruh. Uh, so it looks pretty cool, man. It looks like it. It has a really bad. Uh, people are really it's yeah, and fire team. Uh, people are really kind of like freaked out about it because Colonial Marines was so bad. Colonial well, Marines was the... a PlayStation Three era game that was very bad. It was really cool, but it came out and it was broken and. It, it took like many many years to find out that the reason why it was broken was there was literally a typo in the coding and somebody found a typo in the game code that fixed god that's uh, like worst nightmare level <laughs> mistake yeah sorry well, i hit the mute on my computer didn't realize i might have talked over y'all yeah, just now um I'm watching the trailer and what it looks, I mean, graphically it's great. I love the use of lighting and all that stuff. Um, but there's just a scene where they're just mowing down xenomorphs though. And I'm like, that is not how it works. Uh, I mean, in, in areas like that, when they're just coming down a tunnel, I'm watching it as well. Again, Th this looks like, this looks cool. I'm down. It's not just going to be xenomorphs. I bet they'll probably put some Will and Yutani androids in it, but this looks cool. It looks like you're in a ship 
you're fighting xenomorphs, you're in a team. I'm super down. The problem is, is that the stigma of Colonial Marines is still around. And that game was so broken, as I was saying before. Sorry for that weird thing when I hit mute and I probably was just rambling. Um, that game was supposed to be pretty cool, but there was literally a typo in the code. And it took like a couple years of somebody going through the PC code to be like, "You, there's the typo. And they, they fixed the typo, <laughs> but it still only fixed like 70% of the game or so. But uh, so that looks cool. Alien. We all love Alien. We love Waylon Yutani shit. I love, love Alien Scott. and Aliens, and then every other one of the movies can uh, suck my dick. No, I love Alien, Aliens, and I do. Um, and I love the Prometheus and Covenant movies. I think I'm not love, love. I love, I love Prometheus. Covenant's all right. Uh, Alien Three, I don't care for that David Fincher shit. Even though, you know, the buddy who I say with Mulholland Drive is a mm-hmm. masterpiece. He <laughs> thinks that David Fincher Alien Three, bro. I'm on Facebook. On the Leftover Army page, there's a dude today who said BVS is a masterpiece. And I said, I said, you're (laughs) fucking drunk. (laughs) I was like, there is no universe where any sane person calls that movie a masterpiece. It's a movie, sure. Yeah. It exists. You can even say it's fun (laughs) here and there. But Aaron would say it's trash. Yeah. It's yeah. T- triple T trash, trash, as I like to say it. <laughs> it's t- 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 yeah, so aliens trash. fucking fire fucking fuck. It's like okay. It looks like I'm it'll be down. fun. We can stream it. I'm down. Depending on how many hours I get that week, maybe I'll buy it at full price. Probably will. Why? Because well, that's a fun mm, thing support. when you when you all experiment with like weird games. Right. A lot of people are watching you for you mm-hmm. instead of the game, you know, like podcast fans. You know, I don't play any video games besides <laughs> Animal Crossing. Pencil and Nana have been trying so fucking hard to get me to play stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've been learning from this other direction. So, you know, sometimes you might get people watching because they're like, oh, you know, they might agree with Jesse of like, but I have faith in these people, even though Colonial Marines was da, 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 da. Yeah. So just do it. Jesse's going to go yeah. to GameStop, pull his wallet out and say, show it to me. I'm going to pull out my fucking, <laughs> I'm going to pull out my official PlayStation wallet and be like, you already know what I want. <laughs> Give it to me. You already know. Don't let me ask for it. <laughs> And if you give me the wrong thing, you go in the cage. <laughs> you get ten minutes in the cage, and you know, you know what that means. My what dad, is this voice, what dad, is this fucking voice? My dad used to. We got my, the fucking guys, but what's the, this other? Weird? Okay, it's if you the, guys want to know, climate voice. that's true. The if you guys want to know, voice. if you want to know why I'm the way I am, there's many reasons. Hungry Couch Man's a probably a big one. The other yeah. one is my dad was a fucking dirtbag. <laughs> he was just such like a, <laughs> you know, he was just a dude. And he would tell me, <laughs> I'm going to do it in the voice, but he's like, you know, I used to go to jail. <laughs> but back when I would go to jail, <laughs> they would let us have conjugal visits. I'd tell your mom to come in, put a booty to the bars. <laughs> and I'm your like, dad would say like, he, that your mom would put the booty to the bars? Yeah. 
And I've I never like, heard that term, booty to the bars. We writing a new song tonight, my babies. <laughs> what? Booty and to the bars? I, I was oh like, and I was like 12. I was like, what does that mean? He's like, you know, booty to the bars. <laughs> And I swear to God, as he puffs on a cigarette, booty to the bars. You put your booty up to no, the no, bars. No, no, she knows what that means. Inside the cell, she's saying I didn't know what that means at twelve. But oh. he also, yeah. I brought my friend's sister and one of my oldest friends, one of my closest friends, Miriam, to his house on the beach. <laughs> he pulled me aside. He's like, "Which one of these girls you fucking?" <laughs> I was like, "I am twelve years old. I'm terrified <laughs> of girls." I was like, "I am fucking neither." He's like. But like, you play a little crow's foot. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck is crow's foot? He's What's like, a little crow's foot. What he's is like, that? he's like, when you when you guys go to dinner tonight, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> sit across from the one you like and slip your shoe off, <laughs> and then you just kind of snake your foot over there. You know what I mean? And I was like, Dad, I have fucking... What, just slide your I was like, toe? I was like, Dad, I have fucking... Infection. I, I was skating a lot. You know, I was rollerblading all, all the time. And I was like, I have fucking athlete's foot. That can't be healthy. I, like, I literally said, I have fucking athlete's foot. And he's like, you don't gotta worry about that. It's like, why are you fingering people with your feet, dude? <laughs> what are we doing Adam, here? I mean, there's a time and place for everything. So creepy. Yeah. Yeah, I told you my dad's a fucking creep. They ask you for the it. The answer is no. Yeah. If they ask you for it. No, I'm just kidding. I've never done it. Listen. She grabbed she grabbed my foot. I didn't do it. She did it. Hey, she grabbed my foot. And then she put my own toes up my asshole. And you know God. what? I said, do it oh, again. God. Your own toes up your asshole. I That's said, like when you know what? No, it's a yoga move. I'm not gonna go there. This is my first time on Nerds the podcast. <laughs> We're not going to talk about this yet. <laughs> but so, yes, if you wonder where the oversharing come from, comes from, that's my mom. And if you want to know where all the creepy, I want to know everyone's favorite sexual proclivities, that's my dad. <laughs> I, 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 don't know where, I don't know what my shit's I used from. to, um, my, one, of my, uh, one of my good friends, Daisy, and I used to work together. And she's like me. We used to talk about how we just want to be the, a fly she's on the She's like I. <laughs> I'm just gonna start making arbitrary, weird rules that don't make sense. We, we were like steampunk edge lord monocle dude over here. And you know what that guy says? He says, like when mm, I, wait, wait, when I order me. food at the restaurant, I'm gonna say the chicken parmesan has selected me, <laughs> has selected I to dine on it. Uh, <laughs> the it's chicken like, parmesan. It's, it's so milady. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How is it, milady? So they're it's fine. It's okay. speak, uh, moving on. There's no ladies here. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> there's a trailer I need to watch, but if anyone is a Trails fan, they've released apparently. So I was talking to Dan, um, one of our listeners, a good friend of mine, really old friend of mine, um, from until the end. Uh, he uh, he's who got me back playing Trails. He was the one who was like, "Dude, you got to play these games," and I was like, "I own." Trails from Cold, or Trails to Cold Steel, or of Cold Steel, and Trails in the Sky. And he's like, play them; they're incredible. So I started. He sent me a message saying that the next Trails game, uh, Kudo no Kiseki, I believe it's called. So it's Trails to something, whatever Kudo means. Um, which Kudo is uh, the kid in Sekido. Um, mm-hmm. They're moving to like a hybrid turn-based and action combat. So I guess there's like, so you can. In Trails games, you can attack monsters in the world, and it can set you up for 
uh, positioning in the battle. Like if you attack them from behind and stun them and you can walk into them from behind, you get first strike. So the monsters in these games are in the world. You know, they're like that 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 kind of RPG where you get to see them and you can avoid them if you want to or whatever. So I guess yeah. they're like, I have to watch it, but I was kind of bummed because I had heard they were moving to an action combat system and I'm like, they were the last company making turn-based RPGs. Not the last, you know, but Falcom is like the last big one that's making traditional JRPGs, you know? So I was like kind of bummed. But he said there's like a hybrid system. Like some of the combat's going to be turn-based and some of it's going to be action. So I don't know. Sounds I, fun. I'm just like, just keep making good games, dude. <laughs> when when yeah. these companies change shit, I'm like, why break what's not, or why fix what's not broken? Uh, I mean, there's reasons. Evolution to bring well, they, new shit. Yeah, I they mean, probably want a yeah, broader audience, right. honestly. It's probably just, you know, they're seeing that they're they've hit the cap of their their core audience, right? They've had nine games and they're they sell they sell really well, but you know, they probably are like, we can hit a broader audience if we bring in, you know, more action y combat because a lot of younger people do not want to play turn based games. Um yeah. so I get it. And and I trust them. They're really like I've been playing East Nine and it's fucking great. I wasn't a big East eight fan, but I'm really liking nine a lot. I, I don't. Uh, it plays exactly the same, but I think I just like the graphics a little more because it's made for PS4 and it's you know it's just a nicer looking game. But um, we also got a an announcement and a trailer for Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, and this is from the people that made uh, Double Dragon Four, right? No, sorry, not. Um, Streets of Rage. 4. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's gonna be either Inti Creates or Way Forward. I think it's Inti Let's Creates. It's the people yeah. that made um, uh, Streets of Rage Four. Okay, and I believe probably Mummy Demastered as well. Yeah, these are companies that are making dope, really great retro games. Dude, it and looks. The the fact that awesome. this fucking game is 100 percent 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 sprites is really awesome. They didn't do some little like half-assed thing where it's kind of like 3d slash sprites like no this is a sprite based game which is great because every frame is drawn and we're in for a treat it looks great it does it looks really really good it looks like an updated version of like the uh, classic four-player arcade game which is, which is of, turtles in time and hyperstone heist yeah so we'll definitely be streaming that i you'll be streaming it and i'll yeah. probably join in with you because again you know we can't unlink the ps4 because it's super annoying but <laughs> eventually we'll get you a computer because if you, so if you do decide to grab a computer just get I something what i, what I mean is we need to get you set up to with a trustworthy computer get you on Streamlabs, and then all of our shit can like you can have sound effects you can you know you can have a better camera you can do more stuff you know what i mean yeah so we'll get you set up and then when we do that then we can switch back and forth because i'll move you know at that point hopefully I'll be in my bed, you know, my my game room for streaming because right now I stream in the bedroom, hence the green screen. I'll probably still use yeah, the green definitely. screen though because I really like it. <clears throat> it declutters the the stream. Yeah, it confused me when I saw you <laughs> just floating. <laughs> I think yesterday was the first time I saw it, and I was yeah. like, "Whoa, he's floating, dude!" But it I is so dummy. It's a green screen. It's so easy to set up. You literally just like it's the Elgato one. Elgato, I don't know, whatever. Um, I got to. Either it, way, T or D, it's, it's fine. It's like a closed up little briefcase thing. It's like thin and long. It's five feet long or five feet wide. Um, 
And it's thin and short, uh, <laughs> but it has um, feet that uh, they fold in so that they see his can... is thin and short. My, no, his is fat and short. Mine is thin and long. So when we combine, <laughs> then you have a full package. We got That's one. Right. No, but you on gotta let own. him finish his green screen. <laughs> we got one big, beautiful dick and four fucking okay balls. <laughs> <laughs> four mediocre like half ass balls but you know what it's the dick you're here for show it to me uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for derailing you nobody, hey, nobody... our double penetration equals one regular cack it's okay hey nobody came to this party for the balls <laughs> leave them alone <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's cool. I told it's... you to take the balls, leave the bag. I pay a lot of money. I pay a lot of money for that bag. Hey, I want I want you to I want you to bronze those balls, and I want you to make me some fucking clackers for my desk. I want one of those perpetual oh, motion machines. <laughs> my life. I want one of those fucking little fruity Stephen Hawkins clackers, but I want them with my balls. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why you that too, character to me. You two can get people to donate $5 on you on Twitch by just saying stupid shit like this. If, <laughs> if anyone knows uh, anyone at Visionary Realms, we'd love to have them on for an interview. <laughs> He's talking Miyazaki. If you'd love to come on here and talk about Elden Ring and Dark Souls, we would love to have you on. If here. you would love to come talk to us, you can suck my fucking balls. Um, well, I got the Elgato. Oh, uh, it's it's a portable green screen. So what you do is you um, like it's it's just a tube, right? Generally, with a handle on top. When you go to put it on the ground, you turn the feet so that it has balance, and then you just unlatch it and lift up the like the top, and then there's just a handle. You pull it up. And that's it. It just stands up on its own. Yeah. And so the the thing is, I can't light it well enough. I bought lights, but they're really, really strong and direct. And I like don't have a lot fancy of... fancy LEDs? Yeah, I have two LEDs. But what happens is they create big hot spots because I can't... I'm, 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 in, ugh, I'm in a limited space uh, because I'm in my bedroom. Yeah, they overexpose the yes. green screen so and change the color of the green. There's a hot patch... And so it'll green screen out everything that's like the same color, but that hot zone will just be bright. You see that hot patch? Just <laughs> <is> regular, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I had to. Um, so what I've done is now I just—I mean—I have the light on on the fan, and it's you know ambient. But the camera I bought, you know, my my um, webcam has a light on it, so I turn on the brightest, and it does brighten enough because it's literally like four feet away from the thing i have it right behind me because i have to be able to frame it you know because it's only five feet wide um and seven feet tall so the tall is fine but the width like it just depends i have to get it right and so right now i have it set that it 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 blanks it out but if my screen is too bright you can see it like you it'll it'll flash and you'll see a little bit of the green but i mean it works and it's really just mm -hmm. so that i'm not showing my bedroom which is not a big deal but it's like you know, Kelsey wants to take a it's shower. It's nice to know that it will hopefully work, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if Kelsey just wants to walk around and doesn't want to be on camera, you know, she doesn't have to worry about that. So it's it's nice. And it's just a, a better image rather than my bedroom. Like, your shot that you use, Jesse, is nice. It's like you got a picture on the wall. It's like, you know, it's a good frame. 
Mine was like an yeah, open, it's just a wall. Mine was like two bed. open doors, a bunch of bras hung up, my belts. Like you could see my laundry on the floor sometimes, you know, like my yeah. laundry basket. You know what's funny? I I never see Lou. She was in today. Well, she, she jumped blends up behind into me. the chair. A yeah. Lot. Yeah, she jumps up behind me a lot. And so you'll see you'll sometimes see oh, her. Oh, I never head. see her on the chair. Today when I first started streaming, I was giving her little kisses and I brought her face up so that you could see it. <laughs> Um, but she's black, so it's like like she's like pitch black when it comes to the like cameras. They don't see her. Yeah, and the chin your chair is also mm-hmm. jet black. But uh, yeah, sometimes I feel bad because I have to be mean to her. But like she gets up on the chair and then she jumps down and then she wants to get up <laughs> right away. And I'm like, bitch, I just yeah. resettled. I recently, you were like, you know what? No. Yeah. Because uh, I'm like, you got to figure it. Because every time she gets up, I put the arms down and I slide forward. I'm on like the last two inches of the chair. Two inches is all I need. Um, <laughs> but, and it hurts my tailbone because I have a bunch of scar tissue there. But, you know, I love her. So I let her have the whole chair. I bought this chair specifically for her and I to share because she was sitting up with me all the time. And so I needed a big and tall chair because I'm not, I'm neither big or tall. But, I mean, I'm five foot ten. You know what I mean. Average height, <laughs> but uh, but I wanted oh, a big, no. like the a big seat, so that she could curl up there. You know, because I love her and she's my best friend. But when she goes back and forth, I have to shift a lot. And if I have the green screen up, I don't want to hit it because it'll fall over. So that's why yeah. I was like, ah, no, I'm not doing it again. And then she listened, but she looked really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so that's the news we've got. Uh, we did have a trailer for the next character in King of Fighters. Um, yes, Yuri Sakazaki. Uh, bro, I don't even play fighters. That game looks <clears throat> fucking awesome. Yeah, it's, that game is it, wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has your boy Xanadu. <laughs> I don't know if Xanadu is going to be in fifteen, but he's that's in fourteen. Totally fine. Nobody needs any more of that. <laughs> I really don't like. I don't like his play style. Um, I can do without him. But um, yeah. So we got Yuri Sakazaki. She's really cool. She's like the Sakura of that game. She's basically the young spunky kind of like um, Padawan version. Like it's like the young spunky teen who wants to be like Ryu. Because Sakura wants to be like Ryu, so she has a like Shotokan style, but with her own flair. And then Yuri wants to be like Ryo Sakazaki, her brother, and Robert uh, Garcia and stuff. So she has her own take as well. So she's basically the Sakura of King of Fighters, and it's awesome. It is a little weird when these game series have been around for 20, 25 years and these characters don't age, but it's fine if you're perpetually 17 for the rest of your life. But um, yeah, she looks really cool. The game looks great. Uh, It is. Here's the deal, man. King of Fighters is a very tight game. It's really it's not it's you want some fun, accessible stuff. You go to Tekken. King of Fighters is for the for the big players. You know, even Street Fighter is, is pretty tight, but. King of Fighters is no joke. Uh, I have been sleeping on King of Fighters 2002 Unlimited Match. That is a really, really great game. It's really creeping up on one of my favorites of the whole series. But 14 is really great. You should pick up the Ultimate version. It's on sale again right now. But 15 will be out uh, sometime before the end of the year. And it's going to be awesome. And I'm super excited that we're doing it. I think that's it for trailers. It was Alien. That. I did see a funny meme today. It was um, this is like a, a thing that showed a bunch of the bosses from Sekido all like stacked together, and it said, 
you know, Sekiro bosses, we are the great, you know, the greatest collection of sword fighters and warriors ever. And then it just, on the next panel is just a gorilla and it says, uh, headless ape or whatever, you know, guardian ape is like, so yeah, basically I'm a monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. (laughs) And then people were like, yeah, he farts and throws shit at you. And somebody gave him a knife. But then, well, (laughs) what happened is they didn't give him a knife. They fucking cut his head off. Well, they they cut three quarters of his head off. They stabbed him through the throat with a knife. Yeah, and then he, the fucking Garnet pulls the blade around and cuts his own head off and then carries it. Baller. Baller alert. So we've got Um, some. um, Before we get to questions, because the questions is actually a whole segment, because it's going to be the, you guys are nerds and you guys read. Look at these guys that know how to read. Come on. We got fucking subtitles. Wait, subtitles mean you can read? We got dubs. Um, But uh, I did want to say really quick about the Ninja Turtles thing is I'm really looking forward to the Ninja Turtles. What was it? Revenge of Shredder? Shredder's Revenge. Revenge. Um, It does look really cool. I'm very happy of all the resources that they have, the assets they've created for that game. Oh, but the song is trash. They remix the song and it's really bad. Uh-huh. Oh, you! Oh, I gotta hear it. You know why? Because you know who's singing that? The guy from um, Kill Switch Engage. It sounds like. No, it's Mike <laughs> Patton from Faith No More. Really? It's yeah. So it's you might deep. be wrong. We have to take another listen. I haven't heard it because I watched it on mute. Well, but Mike Pat. But then again, nobody's perfect. Well, no, it's like they um, cut out some of the song, so it just sounded like a re-recording, it. and it's it's weird. But I didn't realize it was Mike Patton. He, I didn't know he had a yeah, deep Mike, voice. I only think of it as it's it. What is it? What the fuck? Have you <laughs> never listened to Tomahawk or um, Fantomas? Never. Fantomas is incredible. Yeah, you should listen to something called Director's Cut by Fantomas. I'll tell you about it later. Um, but um, what I, I, I'm really excited for the Ninja Turtles game because these sprites look really great. And it looks like it's going to play fun. It does look like it's basically just recreating Turtles in Time and Hyperstone Heist because of the mechanics. And also... It's just recreating locations and boss fights. So if this is what they need to do to do a test so that they can make a new game, sure. But I really hope they throw some new stuff in here because they showed basically like Baxter Stockman. So the first stage is going to be Big Apple, 12 a.m. You know, it's going to be the same shit we played 20 years ago, which is fine. I'm okay with it. I'm really happy. It's better than a port. I just realized if they created all these assets, that means if this does well, which it will, they'll be able to give us another game, but we're going to have to wait like a year and a half, two years for it, and whatever. I would have rather have taken a brand new um, story of the old shit. Like, don't just retell Turtles in Time or Hyperstone Heist. You know, they're still using the old school bosses. They're enemies. But wait, they're wasn't not the using first one crazy just, shit. Wasn't the first game the best one called just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game? That was the arcade game, but the best one critically acclaimed was Turtles in Time. The first one was really great on the arcade machine. It was, it really is. And then the ones that were so that were hyper hyper um, that were popularized consoles, were yeah. Turtles in Time because Turtles in Time was Super Nintendo and Hyper Zone Heist was the place the Sega Genesis version. Your boy's very good at video game knowledge, um, and I think it's a great place to start. So hopefully, we'll get another one. So I think this is going to be great and fun when it comes out, but I'm looking forward to the follow up. Pretty much, 
So it's like, whatever, I'll play it because. But it's almost like being excited that a new Spider-Man movie is coming out, but it's just going to tell the origin again. You know? Like, it's, <laughs> like it's what that. happens in real Every life. Every single time. Yeah. It's like Robert Pattinson is Batman. It's like, oh, great. I can't wait to see his mom get the pearls ripped off her neck and they get shot by Joe Chill. I wanted it to be a Batman Beyond movie. Ooh, that would be so good. But I think I think oh, those you, dreams have been crushed. You just reminded me, because I'm going to go super radio silent when you guys um, talk about books. I did watch something. I watched a DC animated film last night. I watched Hush. And it was really good. So if you have access, oh, to, access to HBO yeah. Go, watch those DC animated movies. And I realized... Animated stuff is the only thing DC knows how to fucking yep. do well. So. 100%. Yeah, that movie was good. Um, I can't even, I, I don't want to say a spoiler, but yeah. And I realized that the DC animated films were done in an order. So I, I watched one and it spoiled one or two before me because Damien was in there out of nowhere and Hush came out before Damien even existed. So yeah, uh, that's like the only way they all have their shit together is with the animated stuff. <laughs> hey, yeah, and like Marvel runs it on 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 action, but uh, DC really really kills it with the, the, the DC animated films. And if you have HBO, go ahead and watch that stuff because it's really great. Jim Lee did Hush, and Jim Lee did a stream uh, playing Pantheon: Rise of the Fallen, the MMO that I was talking about. <laughs> it, oh, the, very his stream cool. was like two years ago or three years ago. But he's like a big EverQuest guy. That's it's. It was really interesting. I watched the whole. It was like a two-hour stream. It was really cool, because you know you awesome. you know these guys are all nerds because they do comics, right? But you don't know if they're video game nerds or you know if they're just like I'm hyper focused yeah. on comics or whatever it is. But all right, anyways, let's get yeah. into Facebook because it's late. Yeah, it's late. So I think we only have one or two questions. We but have they are three. One of them is huge because it's Uh-oh. what's your favorite books. <laughs> and I well, think and like begging. I think I think someone says, "Fuck me up with your book recommendations." <laughs> Somebody says oh something God. like that. That's that's that Dre Williams. Let's take a look. Ultimate. I love stuff like that. All right, so we're gonna start with Dan West. He says, "Are you excited for the Harry Potter TV series that's in the works? Will you be watching what? it legit, stealing it, or flat out ignoring it because of the J.K. Rowling controversy?" Because you can't buy something to do with Harry Potter without giving her money. She's got that concrete in her contracts, apparently. Have fun, and we shall be listening with a song in our hearts and genitals in our hands. <laughs> and then Nana says, well, hold on. that last line. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, sorry, I thought you were going to read the next one. I was like, no, we got to answer the question. Um, yeah. I will be watching it. I don't know that I'm excited for it. I, I think the expanded universe stuff's all been, like, Fantastic Beasts have been pretty disappointing. Uh, yeah, and I've never seen her. I mean, I've seen some of Potter stuff, but I I don't know about the story. I was I know about as much about Potter as you do about Tobal Number One, so that's about it. I was a big Harry Potter fan. Like I I remember like I read those books cover yeah. to cover, read and remembered all the spells. I knew all the fucking dumb professors and all the shit they you know all the shit they taught and their stories and then like you know i started reading other fantasy stuff and i moved on and so like i still have a place in my heart for harry potter but jk rowling really is trying to fuck her own life up <laughs> real hard or her well she she legacy. doesn't think she's fucking it up is the thing yeah. she's like she thinks it's fine 
<laughs> yeah, and like, fine. It, it is fine to have whatever fucking dumbass opinion you have, right? What you need to do is I shut your stupid ass up. <laughs> I think it's that when sometimes you deal with the consequences of your actions, you actually feel repercussions, and she's got so much money that she has not felt any repercussions. But if she was like, you know, somebody who made six figures as opposed to nine figures, yeah, then she would have maybe was, shut the fuck up. If she was in a different role where it was like, now you have to step down as CEO of da 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 da, you know, like in the library world, there's a lot of drama with School Library Journal right now because of some shit they did um, in February that's like. We don't even have to get into it, but they basically they tried some shit for Black History Month, and it was like, why would you do this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no shell it for us if if it's possible <laughs> to not shell it. Um, it, you know, it was February is Black History Month. Um, mm-hmm. School Library Journal is one of the top youth literature publications, right? If you're an educator or a librarian, School Library Journal is like the publication there are reviews in it it's like very highly um respected and their february issue their cover story is um why white children need diverse books and the illustration on the cover was a white child holding up a book with a black face on it and like covering the book on her face with the black face oh, on no. it. Okay. No. So black, so black face. So black face. Black book face. Centering, <laughs> centering white children during Black History Month. Yeah, like the on oh, February second, and then like the aside story for that month was teaching the hill we climb, which is the Amanda Gorman poem that was read at the inauguration. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I don't know if she's the youngest poet laureate or but basically like you know young black woman who's a poet who had like this amazing moment where she got to share her work on a national mm-hmm. like global scale right um yeah. she wrote that poem and so everyone was like why would you not make that your cover story yeah. <laughs> and instead also, of why, why white children need this? fucking anything why would you do this artwork and so librarian twitter freaked out all these people were like holy fuck you know they had instagrammed it and everyone on instagram was like what's wrong with you um no response from the publication for two days then they just deleted all the posts from all social media no comment everyone again is still like what's wrong with you apologize this is terrible you know people were just like sort of unpacking it more and more and more of like why like this is so this is such a problem and then the editor was like a response not an apology a response where basically Mm. she was like it's just so awful that you all feel that way oh no (laughs) that's even worse than the classic i'm sorry you feel that way it's called artistic license like just just a mess and then there was like one sentence that was like, I regret that some people felt offended when they interpreted it in this way, but like not wow. an apology. Wow, wow, wow. So then two days after that, 
it was finally like, oh, I hear you. I understand you. And I'm sorry. And everyone was like, too fucking late, bitch. But like, she's still, <laughs> you know, she's still employed. But this this is like, you know, she's she's still holding on. But like if J.K. Rowling wasn't like an independent. Yeah, if she wasn't author, already a billionaire. She might. be. Yeah. yeah, like she still is at the will of publishers. You know, like they have to publish her work. But Jesse's right. You know, she has enough money to just fucking make something happen. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking like she's not public, right? Like that's not a pub. She, like Harry Potter isn't publicly traded. She owns that shit. No, I think well, it depends. I think Warner Brothers owns the film rights, and then yeah, now I might... think HBO's doing the TV show, which I think HBO and Warner Brothers are owned by the same you know, media it's company. It's just too much nonsense. Yeah, I didn't even. I've never even heard of this that there is a Harry Potter TV show. I, honestly, neither had had I. Yeah, it's a sequel. I thought the might controversy be a was about series. the game. I think it's a prequel series. I don't know. I don't fucking care. They're going to fuck it oh up. Oh, my God. Is it the... Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, I would like to see a series. <laughs> if they do it, I hope it's the first rise of Voldemort, right? Like the original Order of the Phoenix and all that stuff fighting against and, and ultimately, you know, destroying most of Voldemort, right? Like, that'd be cool. And like kind of that time frame. But like, yeah. I don't care about the Harry's Marauders, life. Marauders, Marauders. Yeah. I don't care about Harry's life as a fucking police officer or whatever. I don't <laughs> care about... You're a police officer, Harry. I don't care about Albus, yeah. Albus Severus, <laughs> which is like... The fact that he named his kid after Snape and not Serious Fucking Black oh is like so dumb. The epilogue God. was yeah, the dumbest could... thing of all time. Aaron, you and I could probably have a whole episode on like Harry Potter rage. Dude, I remember <laughs> reading the book Harry and like, finishing the final chapter and being like, I'm satisfied. <laughs> And then it was like epilogue, and I'm like, "Well, I gotta read this." And then I well, was like, <laughs> "I read it, and I was like, why? Why did I do this?" <laughs> Albus Severus. Albus Severus, named after the two bravest men bravest I know. Bravest men like, I know. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck your stupid kid. Fuck your dumbass wife. I hope Ron and Hermione are just out banging it out in the fucking forbidden forest with a fucking hot ass centaur <laughs> massaging them. Like you're trash and your friends. Oh, are I mean, the best. like we learned more stuff about them because cursed childs. Didn't they get that a divorce? I never, I, I never read it because I was told just don't. Yeah, I heard it's not good, and I heard they get like a divorce in it, and then that's like his shitty son going back in time and fucking dumb. I don't know. Yeah, it's like time travel because Draco is secretly Voldemort's son or something. Oh, I don't, I don't actually know. Wait, um, will this? I watch the Harry Potter <laughs> series? I'm gonna have to try. Like, how you can have an I obligation? Because not... you work. I mean, yeah, you need look. To... If people come and ask you about it, you kind of got to know about it. Yeah, to, to, yeah. to Dan's Let's question, check. there there are certain things that I can separate the art from the artist for, right? Like, there's certain levels of, like, dog shit opinions and feelings, and it's like... <laughs> Lost profits. Like, her... Her statements are trash, and she's a shithead for it. But, like... I don't know. I still enjoy the Harry Potter movies. Have I watched them in a million years? No. But like, I'll probably watch the show and shit all over it. It's probably gonna be trash. But yeah, because like Fantastic Beasts Ugh, are not, so bad. Those movies are not good. So kind of like, even if you are a diehard fan of the franchise, it's hard to keep liking new material. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you have to just make 
so many allowances mm-hmm. for shit that doesn't make sense. You know, like if you're a fan of the world, you understand how rich it is and like how many things could be made out of it. And so the stuff that does get made, you're like, why are you doing this? Yeah. yeah. Like when they yeah. were like, we're making Fantastic Beasts into a trilogy. It's like, why? It's just a book no, about it's monsters. Five movies. Yeah. It's five. It's but five it's like, movies. It's, oh, it's like The Hobbit. Well, we're going to turn The Hobbit it's into worse. three movies. Imagine if worse. The Hobbit was based off of a textbook that was in Lord of the Rings. Someone briefly mentioned an <laughs> elven textbook. Oh, so like a Skyrim book. A book Bro. in Skyrim. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is Harry's one of the textbooks they use in like the fucking magical creatures class. Yep. It's literally just a descriptive book by Newt Scramander who traveled the world to say these monsters <laughs> live in these Newt woods. Scramander. This dragon Newt lives Scamander, over here. And then for some reason the books revolve around this person even though he's a fucking scientist. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. He's, he's an animal. And he's you know, an animal dude. in the first movie, I actually kind of liked Eddie Redmayne's portrayal of Newt Scamander, or however you say his Scamander. Scrum, yep, there, yeah. I, I like that in our scrum. Eat my scrum, Newt. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, he was sort of this uh, hyper intelligent, like almost on the spectrum type of awkward yeah, yeah. character. Like, he's like high functioning. But he's one of those people that, you know, we all know at least one who's like so smart that they don't know how to be human, you know, like they don't know how to be normal because they're just they're too smart. But then in the second yeah. movie, they just kind of abandon that. He's just like quirky. Bye bye. <laughs> and you're like, oh. And also, it just <laughs> makes no sense. They're like, hey, you're really cool. It's not veterinarian. What the fuck is it called? He's like a zoologist. Like, Thank you. Zoologists. Please go on this extremely dangerous political mission for me. And you're like, why Ugh, him? And the, you know what the worst part for me was when why? they were like, and guess who it is? It's Dumbledore and <laughs> Gildred Grindelwald. And you're like, I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. Like, their yeah. story was cool in the book for like what it was, right? Like, it was like this thing that happened. Five seconds it happened. Yeah, and you're like, damn, that was sad. He had to kill his friend, you know, or he had to fight his best friend and, like, turn him in or whatever it was. And Uh, if you're, like, interested in the queer relationship they have, there's way better fan fiction out there for you to read. Well, yeah, then her being like, oh, by the way, they're gay. (laughs) Afterwards, it's like, (laughs) if you're not going to tackle it, leave it implied. Like, if you're not going to tackle it directly in the the literature, just leave it implied. Let us all go, like, I kind of felt like they were gay for each other. It's an HBO series? Yeah. Look, Game of Thrones was, was pretty awesome and then sucked donkey dick, but then they did Watchmen, which was fucking 10 out of 10, greatest fucking yeah. show of all time. So. I'm I'm just, like, still even processing that there's gonna fucking be a Harry Potter show. So, like, <sighs> will I watch it? Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try. I'm gonna have to. And I read, um... I can hear the tinge... Latest- book too oh the the what was that one called um um fuck it sounded really, troubled blood it troubled sounded really blood. boring it was boring and yeah. I, I you know i had been reading that series it's like her adult yeah she, she did series. i remember her first one book after harry potter was sounded boring as fuck too it was like some yeah, slice of life shit that's the casual vacancy that's like um 
but I really like the Gorman Strike novels. And so there was all this drama that came out about like, there's a, you know, there's a character in her book who's a trans killer and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, what? And so not only did I, was I like a fan of that series, but I also wanted to just know, like, is it what people are saying it is? And it was like, was there a man who killed people who wore a dress in one scene of the book? Yes. Are there mm-hmm. other problems with this book? Abso-fucking-lutely. Is this the chief problem with this book? No. Yeah. Is the book a good story aside from all of that? Also no. <laughs> so it's like, well, you know, I read it and I found out for myself. So, like, I, I, um, I would, I have to, I have to, I have to just fucking see. I have to see, because sometimes you're in a popcorn mood where you just, like, want something to fail. Maybe by yeah. the time it comes out, I'll be in that kind of mood. But um, how yes, do you popcorn, I'll be able... How do you popcorn reading a book, though? Um, Audio, baby. Oh, okay. I feel you. I mean, you, can also just munch, you. you can just munch popcorn and, eat the, and read the book. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, how can you... I can popcorn through a video, like, or... Oh, yeah. well, like, I was get, talking about... Get through something for the fuck of it. Like yeah. A, oh, I see what you mean. Movie, like, Michael but, Jackson like, eating his popcorn you... for the tea. Yeah, how do you go like, ah, oh, this isn't that good, but I'll get through it when it's a book because it takes some effort all the time. It all is rare. There. It is rare that I put a book down without finishing it. Very rare. And you know, the last one that I did that to was fucking Pet Cemetery, and I've read almost all of Stephen King's entire library. And Sometimes that book it's hard because you've put in enough time where you're like, well, now I have to see what happens. Yeah, but every Def- time you do that, you're fucking mad that you did. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, there's six hours of my life I'm never getting back. Yeah. Or ten hours or however long it is. So do you guys read in silence? Yes. I do. If I'm if I'm read reading, like if I'm reading print, then yeah. It has to be quiet. Okay. I got really good at like... reading with sound behind me because I would read in school all the time. Again, I failed every class in 10th grade and had perfect attendance. So that takes some doing. So I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of playing Game yeah, Boy. I, did it. And, uh, I mean, it, it would have to be, like, if it was music, it would have to be, like... Instrumental. Instrumental and something so quiet and something that I don't already know. Well, because well, my yeah. brain wants, my brain will have to pay attention to the text and not the other stuff. So yeah, so there are certain types of music that were where, where that works. So things like Mozart works. They've they've said, and I'm I'm sure you got you've probably even heard this before. Things like Mozart and things around that Baroque period actually help um, retaining what like studying and reading. Um, yeah. So yeah, you guess, don't want to listen to. Sh- There's mm-hmm. actually a series of early childhood board books called Baby Mozart. <laughs> nice. About about this specific thing, I mean, it's it's like very twelve years ago, but yeah, it was all. Yeah, I think I've heard of those because uh, you know because Mozart of show. that because of that. Yeah, there's a certain like it's in it all breaks down to math the way that that those genres were written. Um, it actually kind of helps stimulate the mind, but yeah, it depends on the type. Like if you you can't listen to Meshuggah and try to read. 
because Meshuggah is like, you know, math, metal, like complicated. You can't listen to Buster Rhymes and try to read like poetry because some some people probably could, but I'm not one of them. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move on to the next question. Uh, Wasteland Batman says, no real question because I don't read, but just wanted to say hi, Moon. (laughs) Uh, You're the best. And thanks for being such a great supporter to us all. We love you. Hi, Jamesy. Hell yeah. Dude. And don't lie. James reads all the time. He does audiobooks too. He's obsessed with Freddy Player One. He's obsessed with Freddy Player Two. He fucking reads all the time. And he's heard he's heard my librarian speech of audiobooks are still books. Yeah, of course. It still counts as reading. Yeah. And he'll be like, I know, I know. And I'm like, but do you? Yeah, because so. really what the audiobook is doing is the same narration you hear in your head while you're reading the book like mm-hmm. you're still taking well, in the same information and processing it and imagining you guys you guys are readers and you're defending it and I, I i stand with where you're standing but i still think it's not the same because i'm more audiobook than anything because i don't read like books books anymore i audiobook when i do and I have read a couple of books in the last couple of years through audiobooking, but it is different to organically read a book. It is very different because yeah, an audiobook, I, mean, I can just vibe, but your brain is processing it in a very similar way. I would imagine you would retain more when you're re- reading it itself. See, I have a problem where when I start to read, I will be on autopilot read mode, and a page once I flip the page. I realize I just read that page, but I have no idea what that page is. And you said. just read that page 50 times? Yeah, that happens. Yeah. So I, that's how when I read, like, like um, I guess IR, IRL read, that's what I have to do. I have to read, like, every two pages, I got to go back and read them again. It's like the way I play Dark Souls. Like, I got to fight the same stage for 10 hours, even though I can do it in 30 minutes, because it's just the way I want to. But, um... I do prefer audiobook because I'm just I live in the future where we don't have to work so hard anymore because we have the b- benefits of technology because the world is awesome but also I I don't have the patience that you guys have to be able to um actually put the work into you know put your rollerblades on get in a bathtub full of water and read a book you know I can't Yeah, I mean it was many years before I could do any type of audio narration like i did i did not like being read aloud to um but when i was in college i had really severe insomnia and i was trying to do anything to help myself fall asleep i mean like there was a lot more shit going on there but yeah i was um like i, I just couldn't sleep and so i i picked up uh, I started listening to certain podcasts and I started listening to Jane Austen audiobooks because I figured like, ah, that's probably really dry, British narration. Mm-hmm. It'll put me right to sleep. And um, for a while it did. And then I started actually listening. And then I started being like, oh my God, what? This is so scandalous. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I love this. Um but yeah, like sometimes your brain will tune out, sometimes it won't. True. 
I don't do audiobooks just because I enjoy reading, but I would. I listen to a lot of like scary stories and shit, so it's not like I'm against them. I just I enjoy reading. I like the act of reading. Yeah, it's cozy. And it helped me build back a lot of my memory. Um, I have a fondness and an affinity for reading because like after my accident, I had like no good forward memory. I couldn't make memories. It yeah. really helped me to build that back. Um, so, um, all right. So Dre Williams says, my dudes, I love books. If you're into Stephen King, what's your favorite book of his? Also, any sci-fi and or fantasy that you could recommend? Yeah, I've, baby. I've read a lot, but some standouts in mine are Sanderson, Butcher, N.K. Jemison, and then he said, fuck me up with your recommendations. <laughs> so I've read a t- fuckload of Stephen King. <laughs> um, so I have That different... sounds like something a librarian, looks like a librarian porn, like, fuck me up with your recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> That's when you're like, yeah, bitch, lay your ass down <laughs> and, and and take out a pad and pencil, bitch. Sit those books on my face. <laughs> Sit them down. Open them. Um, so for Stephen King, I have different recommendations for different types of books. Um, my, I mean, I, one of my favorite book series of all times is The Dark Tower, his, his magnum opus, like his series that ties everything together. Of that series, uh, The Drawing of the Three is my favorite. It's the third book. And it's where shit really starts to get like fantastical. Really, really fun. Really good book. Um, yeah, I got I got to disappear for like two minutes. I'll be right back. Right. Okay. Uh, books. Horror wise, like scary books. The book that he wrote that scared me the most was called Duma Key. It's it's a very long book, and it's it's not gore. It's not like hit you over the head with scares. But I had nightmares about that book, and that's the only time it's ever happened mm-hmm. in my life. Um, and it takes place in the Keys in Florida in a like a fake key that he named, you know, that he made called Duma Key. But um, it's a, it's an interesting book, and it gets really dark fantasy and weird too. Um, and then in general, I I love any of his like actual fantasy stuff. So they're few and far between, but I really enjoyed uh, the Eyes of the Dragon. That's a very very cool little like single story fantasy book. And then. I loved Desperation, which he wrote The Regulators as Richard Bachman, and he wrote Desperation as Stephen King. And they are sister books. Like, they have concepts that kind of come together and all this stuff. But Desperation is just really fun. It's like horror, slasher, monster, and all kinds of shit. Very fun. Hmm. I... I have not really read a lot of horror stuff. Um, one of my friends is is like the horror librarian. He's super into all of that. Oh, I've been really uh, into horror books lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like he regularly rereads it like every other year or something because that one's his favorite see it's it's um, a good book and, but and I he wish... had all sorts of things to say about the movies when that was like a big thing same thing with the movies i wish it was just about when they were kids i don't care about the, the adult stuff is just dog shit yeah um for sci-fi Rex, i um some of you who like watch the streams or are on the streams know that I have been working my way through the expanse um, by J.A. Corey, I want to say. 
um, I forget the name because it's actually two people who write it together under the pseudonym. But um, The Expanse, um, it's true blue sci-fi. It's not, you know, space fantasy court. It's not royalty on a planet. It is sci-fi. It is people in the future trying to live in space, like trying to colonize things, trying to survive, have enough fucking air and water to live by. Um, it gets political, but it's very sciencey. There are elements of horror to it where I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> that part was a lot. Um, love those. Fantasy, I loved... Um, Love The Witcher. I'm not really a high fantasy person. My favorite mm. genre is urban fantasy. Okay. So that's more sort of like werewolves living in California. You know, it's like yeah. contemporary, but with like sort of supernatural stuff. Some of the, um, I have I have some So ranks. like Queen of the Damned? Mm, I've never read Queen of the Damned, but I feel like no. That's... That was the Aaliyah movie where she was a vampire. Uh, yeah, queen. well, I mean, I I know what it is, but it's Anne Rice. Still. Yeah. And oh, Anne Rice... that it was a book. Yeah, holy it's, shit! It's that's Lestat, dude. Lestat <laughs> yes. is in that movie, dude. Oh, yeah. Is oh, that I've where never maybe seen, that's yeah. yeah. It's um... it's not Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, but it's remember, Lestat. I haven't seen Interview with the Vampire yet. Exactly. Um, you kill your own uh, kind. So. <laughs> For, it's not for justice, little one. For sci-fi, for sci-fi and horror, um, I would give you one of my favorites is Dan Simmons. Um, he's done both. He's very well regarded sci-fi uh, author for his uh, Hyperion books. Uh, they're called the Hyperion Cantos, um, and he's done a couple other, um, I think, single one-off books and things like that. But he's also done a ton of horror, and he wrote probably one of my favorite books of all time which is summer of night which is it kind of but if it was just the kids and it was just awesome <laughs> like huh yeah really 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 good um some people don't like that book i've I've recommended it to five or six people and like four out of five love it and you know who didn't love it was keegan uh, that's for you jesse but she was like mm -hmm. didn't like it and so Dan Simmons is great. He also did The Terror, which was a show that or a book they adapted into a show for AMC. Um and for fantasy, um I really liked um The First Law. No. There's this guy named Joe Abercrombie and he made a three a trilogy about the this barbarian dude and it's just like grim really low fantasy there's like a mage but they don't really have a lot of magic you know it's like just a fucking bloody band of like dickheads like kind of going around doing fantasy shit you know and i really like the first two i didn't really love the ending um but the trilogy's good um i also just finished wheel of time it's 14 books they're fucking incredible and yeah congrats on that <laughs> thank you uh and uh you I mentioned i don't even think i've read 14 books in my life brandon i mean if you <laughs> brandon sanderson who he uh who dre went mentioned he finished off the last two books because uh robert jordan who was the author the original author uh, unfortunately was dying and he said the only person i want to finish it is brandon sanderson who is kind of like the modern master of fantasy right now i've just finished the fourth book in his 
10 book series Storm that's Light yeah Archive, the Stormlight right? Archives great books man those are fucking great yeah I read the um what's the metals one oh the alloys the, well of ascension yeah the mist walk uh, mist Mistborn. Mistborn. Yeah. and then they did well of ascension is the you know first you one. might like uh, the second series, the Alloy of Law, and like the there's like another trilogy, but it's in Steam era, so it's it's. I don't know. I didn't. I liked the first one okay. The okay. second one, I was like, hmm. See, I didn't the read those. I, uh, you are you talking about the Mistborn trilogy or the Mistborn, second? Mistborn, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the third one's kind of wacky. I it's didn't really like the so ending where it's like retconned. I was like, "Why are we doing this?" Yeah, they're after like, "You just set up all this other goddamn stuff." They're like gods now, and then they just fight the god emperor, and you're like, "I mean, okay." <laughs> and then there's like this what? weird. They do the weird thing where it's like, you can't really understand what's happening. They're just like fighting in magic. <laughs> like, yeah, but I just light. remembered another sort of horror title. Um, this older John dies at the end. Yeah, it's a great David book. Wong. That's a fucking yeah. great book. Wasn't that a movie? Yes. The movie's they okay. made a terrible movie yeah. out of it. The movie's like, okay, the book is so good. It's so creepy when they go to the mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he, there's a whole series of that. I did not read um, this book is full of spiders. I, I didn't read like Yeah, that's the second one. And then there's the third one is called What the Hell Did I Just Read? So the thing um, I love about John Dies at the End is it is... It's like a horror novel, but it really is just an acid trip. It really felt like a, a, a trip. <laughs> like it's just like these guys are just tripping balls. Yeah. That was one of that was a book that made me um actually want to like keep the lights on kind of thing mm-hmm. when I had read it because there's there's this I I like don't even want to spoil it, but yeah, it's um I remember really loving that one. Um. And then this is getting into more fantasy-y, and it's like period fantasy-ish. Susanna Clark, Jonathan Strange, and Mr. Norrell. Um, Eldritch as hell. It's, it's, oof, it's like, I want to say it's Victorian England? Um... Where, like, magic is real and used to be a thing, but all these scholars just, like, like to study it and talk about it. And they're like, magic isn't real. Magic is a myth. (laughs) um, It's one of those books that has a lot of footnotes that are really good. Um, Loved that when I was reading it. They actually made that into a miniseries that was a pretty good adaptation. Um... I wanted to there's, reread it. A there's couple another years ago. series that I want to read called Mazalon. Um, and that's supposed to be great. I think it's five books. It's another fantasy, but I think this one's more yeah. like Mayan style fantasy. Yeah. It's hard when you want a recommendation and you don't want to commit to a series. Like my friend is going through that right now with The Expanse. Where she was like, oh, I wanted sci-fi, but I'm so, like, daunted by the fact that it's a series. Because it means you're, like, invested for so much. But Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, that's just one thing. Um, the John dies at the end. You can just stop at the first one. Uh, <laughs> fantasy, Witcher Baby, all day, all night. 
Geralt can hit this every which way, but Geralt <laughs> is so much hotter than show Geralt. I will talk to you about that for a long time. Um, wasn't always a fan of high fantasy just because I like urban fantasy better, but I really enjoyed that series. And I, you know, again, that was an audio thing. It's pretty um, low fantasy though, because it doesn't have a lot of magic. Like he does sigils and, and things like that, but there's not like fire. There's not you tons. Know, like, yeah. And like, it's it's you're right. It's like different systems. But you know, as as a mostly urban fantasy mm-hmm. reader, it felt more high yeah, fantasy. Yeah, So certain. so it's funny because like you think elves you or you think like monsters, dragons, elves, witches, dwarves, you know, whatever. Really? Oh my. The, the yeah. like Lord of the Rings is technically kind of low fantasy because there's not a lot of magic usage. There's not a lot of like fantastic <clears throat> creatures. You know, like it's it's funny. Like when I think of high and low fantasy, I think of them differently than that. You know, like I just think like if there are elves, you're in high fantasy, bitch. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I explained it once to a friend who was like, "What are you guys talking about? High fantasy, low fantasy?" And I was wearing like a long necklace at the time and so i took the necklace and i was like high fantasy is this and i put it across my forehead so the pendant was dangling (laughs) on my forehead i was like urban fantasy is this and i made it into a choker and i was like (laughs) and then like more you know more relaxed witchy fantasy is this and i let like let the necklace hang all the way down she was like what and my other friend was like oh my god i hate how that's kind of true yeah it does (laughs) (laughs) you know because it's like werewolves and stuff you know it's like whether you know the goth chick with the hot topic accessories know what she's talking about or not like how she wears her pendants (laughs) it's pretty funny yeah um so i think hopefully that answers yeah i i am very i could talk for a very long time about it so i think we should let the next question have the, the have last. Um, well, about I I I don't do books, but there is one book that really I care about a lot, and I don't know if this is okay or not. I, I don't know. I mean, I th- I've read the book about five times. I think it's amazing. It's Ishmael by Dan O'Quinn, and I have a little breakdown of it right here. Nineteen ninety-two. It's a philosophical novel by Daniel Quinn. It examines the hidden cultural biases driving modern civilization and explores themes of ethics, sustainability, and global catastrophes. Um, largely framed as a Socratic conversation between two characters, and those two characters are a human and a a gorilla. Like, like, and you're basically in. Um, a silverback is telling a human the history of the world through an animal's perspective. And I just think it's a great book. Uh, it's available on audiobook as well. And Ishmael by Daniel Quinn. I read it when I was about 16 and I reread it about two years ago and I still loved it. There's a sequel, My Ishmael, uh, which I have but did not. I th- oh, I gave them the Kelsey yeah. and she read them. Uh, so that's my recommendation is Ishmael by Daniel Quinn. I think it's really, really cool. It's a really interesting read. It's really, um, it's very human. And I think it's really, uh, that's my favorite book without saying like my favorite book when I was in fifth grade was where the red fern grows or bridge to Terabithia, which were great books, mm-hmm. but Ishmael by I mean, I think Daniel Quinn is great favorite from your childhood. That's what one of my favorites is. Yeah, but Ishmael by Daniel Quinn, I believe, is um, 
I don't think it's problematic at all. I think I, I think it's actually uh, I think it's really great, and people should look it up. I think it's wonderful. Right. Aaron, do you have an all-time favorite that you could think of? All-time favorite book, um, man, I I really do think um, so. I loved Summer of Night. That is a book that stuck with me. I read that like ten years ago, and I fucking loved it. That and then. I got into like a really big post-apocalypse or or apocalyptic dystopian dystopia like very I was very heavy into like actual apocalypse you know catastrophic apocalyptic events happening like I read Lucifer's I read Shit. Lucifer's Hammer I read um, Use Your Hammer Swan Song I read The Stand I read like all these books and uh, you know there was um oh um oh man. <sighs> Babylon, uh, Alas, Babylon. That is a great book. Um, that one takes place in Florida, randomly, and it's about like these th- this town in central Florida that are just waiting for nuclear radiation to come because like nukes have dropped everywhere, and it's just I think they might even be in like the Keys or something like you know really far south so like everywhere else is already fucked and like they know that it's just coming and it's all about like them trying to survive until then and it's not long and then everyone just dies it's really sad and like <laughs> spoilers yeah i mean it's a it's a 40 year old book um but avengers let's go um but swan song by um robert mccammon is really great too robert mccammon's a great fucking writer he's a great horror writer too yeah, Pencil was asking um, on the stream last night, like, I was away from the computer for a few minutes, and then I came back and I saw all these, <laughs> all this chat, and he was like, what's your favorite book? And That's, I, like, like, such a fucking hard gonna, one. I wasn't going to get into it because I have just too many answers. Yeah. Because it's like, well, what genre are you talking? Yeah. Like, you know, my favorite romance is A Week to Be Wicked by Tessa Dare. Go fucking read it. <laughs> like, also Getting Schooled by Emma Chase. Those are some favorites. Um, but it's not the same as, like, you know, oh, what's a book dear to your heart that you've read a million times? Sabriel yeah. by Garth Nix is like a YA title, but I love, I love that book and I've read it. Kelsey a Reads lot. is YA dystopia. <laughs> it's because it's fun it can be fun sometimes yeah um well, sense and sensibility though is one of like my og favorites i think that it's it's like a comfort read that i'll go back to it you know i'll read i'll try to like read something gritty or i'll try to read nonfiction or something and i'm just like i need to get it like no one gets raped in sense and sensibility i'm like yeah, I love this book. Uh, let me just say this. <laughs> you know, I can quote so many things, and the first time I listened to it all the way, th- like, I've I've listened to that multiple times, and I've read it in print multiple times, and I just love it. Either way. um, What else? The Rook by Daniel O'Malley fucking fucked me up when I read that one. That's like a urban fantasy with intrigue. It's like people with abilities um, <laughs> abilities are working as like agents um like intelligence agents that that one that one fuck me up um ve schwab <laughs> is a great author 
she's done the Shades of Magic series, um, but I prefer the Villains series. So the first one is called Vicious. That's also about people with abilities. Um, that's contemporary. Those are both contemporary ones. Um, really just kind of getting into the mindset of people people who have these enhanced things going on. Um, you know, favorite, you know, favorite comic. Like, that's a whole different conversation, too. Comics are books. Fucking come mm-hmm. at me. Um, you don't have to say graphic novel. You can say comic. It's fine. Thank you. Um, saga. <laughs> saga is a wonderful, yeah, wonderful, great. wonderful series. Um, I'm still waiting a for a pub date on the latest one because I want to do a reread of Saga leading up to it. Um, Brian Kevon just... Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Um, Paper Girls is also great. Paper Girls will fuck you up too. In different ways. If you haven't read Paper Girls, great comic. I really liked Fiona. Well, I like Fiona Staples too, the the artist for uh, Saga. Yeah, she's so. And she like, did Rack Queens. Just, everyone she draws is hot. Yeah. I was just about to say that because when I hear these names, I always hear Rack Queens. Rack Queens oh, was great, Rat but Queens... then it kind of fell off. Yeah, Rack Queens is like. There's a panel of a hot naked lady in Rack Queens number volume two or something and you're like oh okay but um there's not like a standout i love rat queens see i love rat queens because i love D and it is like literally just a D party <laughs> yeah. yeah um what else see I'm, I'm like i'm the type of bitch that's gonna be like oh no like we're gonna hang up and i'm gonna think of 10 other things that I'm oh that's like, every dude some most <laughs> most of the times we finish the episode and i look at my notes and i'm like i have an hour's worth of my week i didn't go over it's just <laughs> that's, that's... but i mean with with books though books are like my books uh i love them so much um, I also just finished Pillars of the Earth, which is a medieval feudal saga that was, I think the audiobook was 40 hours long, 44 hours long. Jesus. It was wonderful because I was in wild pain all weekend. All I could do is just lay. I couldn't even cry because the pain was too high. I was just laying around. Listening to monks try to fuck each other up with all this <laughs> strategy and underhand <laughs> dealings, and it's like, ah, oh, the earl took over the quarry again. We're supposed to have the quarry because the bishop says we can access the quarry to build the cathedral. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. I'm I'm already onto the second volume that takes place 175 years later in the 1300s so it's that kind of stuff um it's it's much drier than what i usually read but i i'm enjoying it wonderful nonfiction for nonfiction people out there um i really loved generation kill by evan wright um that was a that got made into an hbo series in like 2010 or something i want to say it's about the 2003 marine occupation of iraq but it really focuses on like the men in the units 
So basically, like, a, a reporter from Rolling Stone embeds in the point vehicle for that operation. Um, and he's just a reporter sitting in the first Humvee out of a line of how many, you know, for for Marine One. Um, and it's so good. If you don't want to read the book, watch the HBO series. It's a very faithful adaptation. I don't fucks with nonfiction. I'm only about fiction. And then uh, he also did American Desperado, which is about the cocaine cowboys, which is mm-hmm. also fascinating. I can't read nonfiction that's too depressing because then I just don't want to live anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, Pencil I likes to ask that. fucked up ass questions like, what's your favorite movie? Like, bitch, that's like fucking three hours. <laughs> just ask about well, a genre. I can understand it if it's like, what's your go-to favorite piece of media? I don't have You know, those. you could probably think of something like that, but you're not going to think about it as a favorite necessarily. Yeah. Even then, so, I don't have any of those. Like, I love everything. I don't rewatch a lot of stuff. I don't reread anything. Like, I just consume. Like, I guess my favorite piece of media is something of souls, right? Like, duh. But, like, yeah. even then, I don't know which one of them is my fucking favorite. I play them all. Yeah, I mean, it actually brings a a question and a conundrum, uh, a a mental quandary, or as if you would say, of that I've realized because of something Pencil said the other day. He brought up somehow movies came up and yeah, the Godfather thing and all that stuff. And he was like, "What's your favorite movie?" And then he said something about um, someone at work told me that they'd never seen Shawshank Redemption, so I was screaming at them. And I'm like, "Don't one, don't be that guy," but. You know, when you ask me what my favorite movie of all time is, automatically I'm going to go 1984 Nightmare on Elm Street. Now. And the Evil Dead thing. You and Seth had this conversation last week. Yeah. Uh, But, like, yeah. Oh, you're right. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the gist we of that did. was, yeah. is, is one better is Requiem than the other, for a Dream better. a better film than Nightmare on Elm Street? Yes. But do I think Nightmare on Elm Street is better than Requiem? Yes. But is Requiem a better movie than Nightmare? Yes. But do I think Nightmare is better? Yes. And it's, then that turns the, into this. It's the picture are, on the internet of this is good, but I like this. It's exactly. the two cars. So yeah, when like, it comes to what's your good. favorite book, it's like, well, which one of me are you asking? You know? <laughs> like, what's your favorite drink? I love the Mercy Thompson series by Patricia Briggs. I so love Sense and Sensibility that. is good. Kevin Hearn, um, the Iron Druid Chronicles, love those. Um, there's so much to love. I have a Japanese and- comic book that's about Frodo and Sam from The Hobbit fucking each other. <laughs> I've seen it. It's like a that's, hentai. It's, a, it's called, like a. <laughs> it's not hentai, Jesse. That is called Yaoi, which yeah. is. Oh, you're right. It is different. Yaoi. And yeah, I love it. it when I do middle school outreach and I'm like, you know, I'm a librarian. You just got to tell me what you like, because then I'll point <laughs> you to more things that are like that. It's OK. If you're obsessed with Yowie, you can just tell me <laughs> and you'll see the girls in the back of the room be like, <gasps> and like all the air leaves their fucking bubble. <laughs> and they're like, you miss, you know? And I'm like, yes, I do. I have recommendations. Do you want something? Okay. Like, oh my god! <laughs> it's like with anime, when you're like, well, that's 
not fully etchy, and they're like, oh, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually just saw the first <laughs> volume of um, Goblin Slayer come in, and I thought it was hell guys yeah. Saying yeah, the, that like the first volume and the first episode is very intense, yeah. but like you just it's watch. really just about you can just, six frames. Yeah, you can just skip over. Like you can skip ahead ten or fifteen seconds. You don't even gotta skip. It's it's literally one panel. Well, no, I mean you can skip. It's if not it's, one panel. It's three pages. That's what <laughs> I'm like, saying. If, oh, if it's oh no, you're right. If um, you have, I was a, saying on the anime, not the manga. Yeah. If you have an a. a an actual trigger to something like that definitely skip it but it's the only time that really happens um other than the flash like i knew what i was gonna see because multiple people have told me about it um all of you were just like the most recent crowd of people who were like oh yeah but just like fyi monsters fuck you (laughs) i'm monsters rape people in a group setting that's different (laughs) than like well the other ones are like cheering you know like (laughs) it's pretty different um, like I I knew what I was in for, but to have it be the first three pages is so messed up. Like, really, you couldn't even get ready. Like, it already takes me ninety <laughs> seconds to remember. Like, hold the book like this, open it like this, <laughs> start from the bottom, then make your way up. Um, dude, so that that was a lot. But Goblin Slayer is so good. <laughs> that guy's yeah. so awesome. He don't give a fuck. He, I love that. I I just love the fantasy of that world where it's like all these people are like, yeah, I killed you know, fucking two gargantuan cyclops guys down here, and he's like, I kill goblins. And they're like, but you're the strongest dude ever. And he's like, yeah, but I, I, I just kill goblins. Yeah, but I, kill I goblins. only kill goblins. I have a personal vendetta against these. Which is a little... Yeah. Let's just well, what's funny it. is, yeah. I love that they turn out to be, like, the actual problem. <laughs> like, that yeah. the goblins are a harbinger to something much, much, much more important, you know? and like The these people goblin just... moon! Can we go there? We're yes. season two, bitch! It's coming. <laughs> but it's The moon I is out. Go. I'm tired. It is time to go to bed. We did do it. We We've did done it, moon. three hours and 24 minutes. You're oh part of the family now. Goodness. I was trying, Aaron, I was trying to be, like, Let's no. watch the time. <laughs> Keep him tired. That's how I like him. Tired. Well, we only do this. <laughs> that on... way he doesn't fight back when I come to bed. We do this on Jesse's <laughs> days off. <laughs> so he can just sleep no, in. No. I, I have no, to wake usually, my fat ass usually, up in the morning. Nah, dog. We usually do Fridays, and I usually work Saturdays. Yeah, but what time do you work on Saturdays? It doesn't matter, because the time is still the same. No. I s- I yes, work because I wake, up, I wake at, up at about three to four p.m. per day. But if I wake, if I work, I have to wake up at two. But I mean, I have to. We get done at midnight. <laughs> yeah, then you get to go to bed you on, on Fridays, hours. and then you have your weekend. Yeah, but I wake up at seven a.m. no matter what because my dog that's because has to go you out. guys are losers and you wake up at seven a.m. on Saturdays. Because I have an animal that has to wake up. Like you don't, you don't know life. <laughs> I have to wake up at 7 a.m. tomorrow, and then I have to be awake, and I have to look at spreadsheets for 8 to 10 hours. Mm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to burden you. When I had to do that, I used to, you know what I used to do? I I would listen to um, Kesha remixes. (laughs) 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 And David Guetta. I got really into all of that type of stuff that year, because I had a 4,000 row excel sheet that i was working yeah i worked on a 
4300 row one today and i had to go line by line and yeah i think of you when something's on sale i'm like thanks aaron (laughs) for making this happen for me i had to remove one zero out of 12 and like to see if it would work and then i'd be like okay well this zero is the wrong one and i'll go over here (laughs) anyways it's late but yeah so it's late we are nerds podcast thank you guys for being here Moonwitch. thank you so much for hanging out with us hopefully we we got all the questions well the last one just said Moonwitch is the goat and it's from scenicast i'm sorry it's from who's next Gaming entertainment. Yeah, from, from Seth. Seth. I mean, which is What's the goat? The goat? What? The greatest, greatest of all, of all time. time. No, no, no. But what did he say about the goat? She said, yeah, he said, Moon Witch, the goat. He's calling you the goat. Oh! <laughs> He's calling you Seth. a goat. Bah. Wait, do Black goats Phillip. go bad? Or is that a sheep? No. I think they both do it. Yeah. Uh, but you're the greatest, Moon. And that's why uh, we're super happy to have you on. Thank you so much. It was yeah. a lot of fun. It was really you're a lot the of best. fun. We can do it again sometime. Anytime. Yeah, definitely. It, you know, ends before Aaron turns into a pumpkin. Well, this he was my fault. I didn't realize pumpkin. we were actually recording tonight, and we started at nine. So, yeah, yeah. that's true. But uh, but yeah, you guys know it's Nerds the Podcast. Catch us uh, Twitch.tv slash Nerds the Podcast. Uh, Instagram Nerd Podcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash Nerds Podcast. Yeah. Oh, and, and Micah from Blurds that I shouted out earlier. Mm-hmm. His Twitch name is M underscore Rich five eight. Fuck yeah, man! Go give so uh, M Blurds love. R I C H five eight. Yeah, give Blurds love. Go listen to uh, the Beauty Guides podcast or Beauty Guides podcast. Uh, go listen to Who's Nice Gaming Entertainment. Go listen. Go watch uh, Wasteland Batman. The the E in Waste is a three. Wasteland Batman is the shit. And uh, we do this every day, my babies. We play Twitch. Just go on. I'm going to stream right now. Who gives a fuck? We're going to do it. I'm going to play some Street Fighter. I might buy two more racing games. I'm a <laughs> professional race car driver, my peoples. Let's go. So, um, <laughs> Good night, nerds family. Good night, everybody. Aaron? Show it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourself. Goodbye.